it's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelt, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 158. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, Fan Festival, Aerith Minion Arrives, Optional Items, New Additions, and the Adventure Jumpstart Sale. Tokyo Fan Fest 2019 was here. We'll watch the full Shadowbringers trailer. Yoshida's keynote in Tokyo. Letter from the producer live number 50. The developers panel. Lots of interviews, including Mr. Happy's interview with Yoshida. More leaks. Fan tweets and fan mail. But first, let's shoot the shit. What's been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. Hi, Yelta. How are you, ma'am? Excellent. How are you? I am doing very well. It's been a good week. We got a lot of news to talk about tonight, so I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on the let's shoot the shit because we're going to shoot the hell out of your shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) Shoot the hell out of these notes that we're going to talk about and everything from Tokyo Fan Fest. But I did do stuff this week. In fact, I don't know if it's been because that we're getting close to the end or just all the hype recently, everything, but I've been playing a hell of a lot. Um, I've been, uh, well, first thing I did, I spent some time with Brian at work to game and with Chili of Moogle Go Round Radio, and we did a trifecta, uh, live, uh, watching of the keynote that was on Friday night, and that went surprisingly well. I was equipped with a bottle of Jack Daniels. <laughs> And a pot from my kitchen to wear as a helmet whenever certain things were or were not announced. I'm glad I had my flame retardant helmet on for for that. And uh, I thought it was a I thought it was a blast. It was fun. There was a ton of likes, a ton of viewers. I think over a thousand people were watching. It was it was an amazing experience. So we hope to do Yelt and I hope to do more stuff. With work to game, and we've got something coming up with Moogle Go Round, and that is this Thursday. Um, live or recorded, I'm still not sure, but we're going to be doing <laughs> something, and we're going to be tweeting it out as we do it. If it's live, you're going to know about it. If it's not live, you're going to see it soon. Um, and we'll probably have this episode up like Thursday or Friday, so maybe just in time for that, or maybe just as it's happening, we'll get this out to you guys. But I'm excited to do that and more collaborations as 2019 goes forward. Uh, what else did I do? In-game, I capped um, only the 450, even though it's 900 now. Uh, I did 450 there, and uh, I was working on some summoner gear, so I finally got my last body piece other than the belt upgraded, so I'm at I-393 on summoner. I still need to get a new book, but I got some help with that because uh, with Yelta and Bell Dandy and a host of others, we cleared Sarah UEX. That was a lot of fun. I think we had 17 minutes left on the clock when we uh, when we had that final run and took it, but it really wasn't that difficult to do. I know you guys have been saying it's been pretty, it's fairly easy to do, but um, it really was not that difficult. I, if you kind of know where to stand, you get on number one, get on whatever. I think my son's being murdered in the next room. I don't know what's <laughs> happening over there. Uh, if you stand on number one, stand on number two, whatever else is going on, and you get, you're in the right place at the right time, and you get to let the snakes snake you around, hit you in the right direction, you can do fine on that. And a healer limit break three saves the day if needed. So um, I plan on doing that again, um, maybe this weekend, maybe sometime next week um, when we have opportunity because I need to farm some weapons. My my summoner needs a new weapon, and all my other 70 jobs need new weapons to get me into that uh, last stretch 
<clears throat> before Shadowbringers. And then also I've, I've been working on ranged, not because of you know what job, but uh, just I like Bard. And um, I like Machinist well enough, and I know Machinist changes will be coming. We got a sneak peek maybe for that for you in this episode as well. Uh, but I, I really do like playing the Bard, so I was uh, goofing around on it, and then I went through – oh my god, I went through Orban like 10 times or something trying to get trying to get gear for it. And I finally ended up getting some leg piece. I really want the top, but I still – I don't see it drop. And I did a bad thing, Yelta, but I really don't care is like on the fifth or sixth run of it when the pants dropped on the second boss. I looted and scooted. I was out. Tired <laughs> out, of it. Out. I, I'm not out. dealing with Sid. I'm not dealing with the last, but they're not that terrible, but it's just like, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to, I I just didn't want to go through it again. So, uh, I got my pants. I'm at, uh, I three seventy three, which is better than two of my healers. Oh my God, Ruby, you've let two of the four, I mean, three healers go. And, um, anyway, I got to get all my gear up. I got to get it. So I'll be working on healer gear as well. Cause I do want to play it. Maybe not as much as I want to play ranged now, but we'll see how that goes into Shadowbringers. Uh, and that's it. That's all I care to talk about because I want to talk about these notes soon enough. So, Yelta, what did you do this past I, week? Uh, I, I went long for that uh, Sir UX. And before that, we did some runs of normal modes for different people. I, I did a lot of, hey, does anybody want to come help with whatever? I did yeah. a lot of that this week. A lot of people returning to the game. A lot of people getting caught up. Uh, you know, so I've been doing just a ton of stuff with Free Company and Link Shell, Crossroad Link Shell people. Uh, on my own, I've been uh, leveling Monk. I'm up to level 62. I finished up my Samurai last week, and now I'm Very working cool. on my Monk. Uh, I have no fucking clue what I'm doing, but the other night when we were, we were running some stuff, uh, I took my Monk, and people, I'm like, explain the gauges to me, and I can't remember somebody... Somebody in the free company explained to me how the gauges worked and and what to do, but uh, that's mostly what I did. Ran some stuff with people. Uh, it, uh, it's patch day. I did the patch, but we're not going to cover that this time. Uh, first of all, because not everybody was able to do the patch yet, so did the patch. We'll talk about that next week. Uh, but that's it. That's it. We'll watch the live letter. Uh, when you were on with uh, worked game, I was in. No, because Bosom's Discord, and we were all sitting together watching and reacting to. So uh, it, it was uh, kind of a weird communal thing. It's been a while since I've just, I used to like, the, when I would log into a game, I used to like log into the voice chat first and then log into the game. And like, I've just gotten so busy, used to doing stuff solo and just queue up that it's like I've just kind of not been. And it, it's been, it was been fun. Especially with people hype about doing the new getting caught. Yeah, there was getting... like what six of us were free company members, maybe more. It was just it's really nice to play with your own people instead of treating the game like it's all and I've been doing the same thing, you know, as much as you and I podcast and we talk about playing stuff together and we do stuff together. But it's usually like an expert or something, but it's just really nice to run through some stuff. And you may have just mentioned this, but we you know, we did like um uh, some alliance raids and things of that nature, and and it's just fun to do even just the silly stuff and the hard stuff together because I don't know it it builds those bonds and it keeps those bonds together. So I'm I'm glad we got to do stuff together. I put a I put a Monday night PvP on the calendar for next week. So oh yeah, we've had a lot of requests, and with the way they've done it now, 
they just basically pick one a day or something that you can queue up for. So we'll just uh, queue up and do that. So that should be on next week's Shoot the Shit, hopefully, how I died a million times or murdered people, one or the other. All right, but you can shoot the shit with us on our website. Go to www.gtffxiv.com. Let us know what you've been up to. All right, we have the first round is news. This is the pretty much everything is news. It's all fan festival news. Uh, the first fan festival news we have is the third and final of the fan festival minions for 2018-2019 has arrived. It's the Aerith minion, and I, I did go pick her up. She's cute. cute. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so those are the three wind-up minions and the motorcycle. So that would be all the bits that you can get from, they're, they're associated with the fan festivals. They got there smart, all account-wide. You, you know, thank God for that, honestly, because it just makes no sense. All right, we do have some new optional items available in the MOG station. There's some emotes. They have two. What do we got? Popotos step and get fantasy. Hmm. I don't own either of these, but there are videos in the uh, in the uh, uh, post, right? So get fantasy hmm. is like this weird dance. I, is that based on something? Do you know what that is? I yeah. I, well, it looks like Backstreet Boys to me. I don't. Yeah, know it, it kind of looks like to me too. And I don't, I don't, I don't really know what either one of these emotes are supposed to be. I, I do thank them for letting me see it on three different races and three different, you know, different. <laughs> I don't think I need either one of these. Somebody's gonna say, and so that's the Korean pop band BTS's famous dance. And, and it might be. And if anybody knows blah, 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 what these blah, blah, blah. are, let me know what they are, because Jesus Christ, I have no idea. And I don't need them anymore after getting the best emote in the game today. So. Ah. Mm. Uh, we have the Adventure Jumpstart Sale. They are, they've marked down 30%, a whole bunch of stuff from... Yeah, why are you leveling get... those jobs, Yelta? I Buy a couple books no, here. fuck that. I'm going to do it myself. Uh. March 22nd through June 28th. So, oh, right up until the patch, or until the early access. So they've got all the Tales of Adventure, Realm Reborn, Tales of Adventure, Heaven's Sword. Those are the storyline skips. And then all of the uh, one paladins or whatever journey that's all the job skips right that gets you to 60 is that correct yeah but yeah. buy now and save it to Shadowbringers. wouldn't that take you to 70 you know i don't know i don't know if they did that last time it might mm. it might mm. i'm not sure but they are on sale they're, they're actually fairly deeply discounted um so like the storyline skip, the Realm Reborn is twelve sixty, Heavensward is seventeen fifty, from eighteen and twenty five respectively. The job skips were all twenty five dollars before, and now they're seventeen fifty. So if you don't, you can't stand leveling it up yourself. I guess you can get a jump on and and go. I know a lot of people use the uh, the Tales of Adventure, like a Realm Reborn and Heavensward, to skip up. Uh, alt mm -hmm. characters i know i've also heard a lot of horror stories of people who are obviously skip characters who just fucking queued up and have yeah. no idea what buttons to I, push <laughs> i still see complaints of people who claim that everybody who's bad in an expert or something else is 
somebody who skipped and that oh, could I'm be Oh, I'm bad and I leveled normally. Yeah, that could you, be the case. <laughs> or they went through heaven bad. on high or they did fates and mm-hmm. they don't understand. There's always been something where they've blamed it on mm-hmm. something else. Uh the only other caveat I'll put on this is um these are named journey 1. So don't quote me that these will take you to 70 because they might make a journey two. I don't know that they, that's they the might case. Ro- they might roll out another one that's just those, you know, 60 to 70 or something. I don't know. And you could always hold one back if you wanted to, but. Yeah. Yeah, and the sale ends before you would uh, you, buy it and not know, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, then the worst thing is you've spent 1750 you still get to jump. So, just maybe not as high as you can assume. I didn't notice that one, personally. So, I'm assuming they're going to have twos then? Possibly. And then in 6.0, they have threes? I don't know. All right, all right. The big news. Tokyo Fan Fest 2019. This happened this last weekend. Started on in the U.S. of A. Uh, Friday night and ran Saturday. And we we had started with the full trailer. Which was amazeballs. Amazing. It was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. And I don't know. I guess I guess we can watch it. We can watch it. For yeah. sure. Uh, ooh, let me see if I can get my sound working where I can hear it. Because I'd like to hear it at the same time without the listeners having to a li- a little bit. hear it at the same time. But uh, <laughs> I'm excited because this was this is the full trailer. Mm-hmm. We have the, the entirety... Of the trailer and people were going, well, is it going to spoil stuff? And well, we'll tell you next week when we talk about the patch uh, because it, maybe it did, maybe it didn't, maybe it doesn't matter. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. I said no spoilers. No comment. No spoilers. So let me see if I can set that as default and without messing up anything here, bring up the video. And uh, like always, we do a countdown for you guys, so you can uh, join right along with us with watching it. So, Yelta, is yours queued up, ready to I go? I am queued up and good to go. All right, so let's see here. I am bringing it up right now. Oh, yeah, I've got sound for show. Okay, let's do a <laughs> countdown. Right. One, two, three, play. Go. Oh, it might be inappropriate. I hope so. <laughs> Cue the lewd scenes. All right, we now, have the uh... a lot of fire here. Initially, this music reminds me of Heaven's Words opening. Mm-hmm. Darker, but it reminds me a lot of it. The banners. Yeah, the, the war. Empire's banner. A big ship. It it done crashed. Uh huh. And a samurai's blade. I think it's a bad guy. <laughs> Oh, no, wait. It's a warrior of light. Never mind. <laughs> but there's a bad guy. And he has a samurai sword. He's, he's very bad. Xenos is back. How many years have I waited for this moment? So we hear the voice. I think by the end of the trailer, we may see who's speaking the voice. It's still debatable. We'll talk about it. For the one that stood alone against the storm. Oh, they're about to fight, Yelta. Mm, it's going to happen. I love their cutscenes, actually. They're quite good. Like, boom. So we've seen this. Sorted. Yep. But what we haven't seen, I believe, is this. Him falling. I don't know that we knew he fell before. 
Uh, I have to go back and watch the old ones now. Yeah. Someone's like, ooh, that was new, and I'm like, I missed it. Okay, and I love that they it's, they have this it's the music now from the other trailer, but now it's got lyrics. Yes. I love it. It's male vocals. My suspicion is if we've heard from the voice of Hydlin before, maybe we're hearing from the voice of Zodiac now. Flashbacks. Flashbacking, yep. All the way back to that little archer. Yes, remember that baby archer? Mm hmm. <laughs> Years ago. Gremlins we 3. I love migraines. Don't feed him after midnight. I, I love that little guy. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now, we might know who this is now. This might be Innocence. I, I'm not 100% on that. But we know our antagonist. Somebody was saying they thought it was cheap that they used the job change sound, and I'm like, but that's the sound. Yeah, that's the sound. That links me into it. Mm -hmm. So here we have the Great Wood, and it looks like it's being either attacked or calamitied, but uh, it could be Garlemald's uh, attack on the Great Wood. Uh, everything's on fire. Yeah, this is similar. We cannot deny it. Sexy. He's, he's still Uriange. looking good. I just deny. I am not wont to run from my troubles. Now here's what's new. They cut this scene in half. They bring us back to the Warrior of Light. And this is a little extra. The Dragoon didn't quite have as much uh, cinematics in the last trailer. Mm. Love the monk. Yeah. Oh, more burning woods. Mm -hmm. Until our friend returns, I will hold the line. Ah, new scene. Mm -hmm. This looks cool. <laughs> Fat cats. <laughs> Fat cats. Everybody's like, oh my god. Still not butt slider, probably, but okay. Uh huh. <laughs> then we got the Thancred running up the stairs again. So uh -huh. it's kind of funny to watch this trailer for like the third time, though, because it's like this town certainly has or, you know, similar. I heard in the Japanese cinematic he smirks at that line. Oh, really? Uh huh. Little, little more action from Thancred versus this big winged lion. I can't remember what those are called. Well, there, there's a boss that's that. Mm -hmm. I'm not going cool. anywhere. I promise you, Minfilia. Now, this is new. See, and old. Because that's we're old. like we're like, this looks so familiar. We're all sitting in chat and we're like, we've seen this town somewhere. And then people were started putting on Twitter where they uh -huh. saw it. And then the freak out. Oh yeah, then the shrieking of a dancer. We were all just like, because she does look pretty amazing. Oh, she's beautiful. And a Viera at that. Mm-hmm. And her weapons. Though, I, I thought that was a nice choice for a weapon. Yes. The Crystal Tower, which we don't weren't really expecting. No, not really. And possibly our mysterious voice here. Greater even than the seventh umbral calamity. 
must be undone. Oh, it's back to Samurai. If history must be unwritten, uh -huh. let it be unwritten. I believe that's uh, Gratia, our cat boy locked in the uh, crystal tower. That's what a lot of people are thinking. Yeah. Become and have the transformation into warrior darkness here. Apparently. I love the way this is vocal. Now watch, now watch when she falls back down and kind of dissolves. Look at her face. Not yet. Now, her face looks different to me there. Uh huh. Like yeah, that, that looked more like innocence, the boss that we've been. Um, Hinted to okay. as the See, antagonist. I when I was watching the trailer, I'm like, that doesn't just look like that mob anymore. It now looks like a person. Mm -hmm. Of course, Warrior of Darkness looking badass. I love the way the vocals are mm -hmm. at that ending part where he slices through her and she dissolves. Almost that Final Fantasy one dissolve. You know, like when you kill the boss oh, and they yeah, turn yeah. The, the particles. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. be sure to pre-order now. Pre-order. So I, we were all just completely squeeing and hyping. And uh, unfortunately, I think I was about six to eight seconds behind everyone else. And I finally had to say something. I'm like, guys, guys, they're like screaming stuff out. And I'm like, I'm not there yet. <laughs> but it was, it was, uh, it's not an amazing trailer, but they do an amazing trailer. So it's beautiful. Beautiful. I, I liked it a lot better than Stormblood's trailer. I thought Stormblood's trailer was lacking because it just it, – it was cool to see the fight in the street against the unnamed Garlean and then you kind of showcased you know, like Gosetsu and uh, what's her name on, on top yeah. of the pillar or whatever, top of the, the billboard, whatever they were standing on. And that's all well and good, but it's just like it didn't hook me. And I've heard the other comment like I don't know if I have a – I don't know if I have any feelings towards Shadowbringers because it's more about a place, and we're going to talk about that place next, but mm -hmm. it's more about a place than it is about the people. And I, I still think it's about people. I think it's bringing it back to the the uh, Scions, mm -hmm. um, and the Scions, some, I think, in a different place. Uh, but I think places matter too. If you bring us back to Heaven's Word, I don't think that was so much about a person. That was about the place, and that was Ishgard. And many of us have been dying to go into Ishgard. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm excited to go into the Crystal Tower, but I'm also excited to go to where we're going. And we can talk about that next as we go into the keynote, right, Elta? Yeah, yeah. But I did. I, I actually found I I felt more drawn into the Heaven's Ward, and now this. New Shadowbringers trailer, I felt more connected as a – this is kind of a weird thing to say, but I felt more connected to the goings-on, more personal as the Warrior of Light and Warrior of Darkness uh, when I didn't feel that with uh, Stormblood at all. No. I felt no, it like, like I. it was someone else's war and it was – I don't know. It just didn't have. It didn't feel the same. I'm, so I'm yeah. kind of hopeful that this story yeah, – Like we were tagging along back. somebody else's war. Yeah. Yeah. So we had the keynote summary, and uh, they announced. Should we just start with it? Just rip that mandate off. Go for it. <laughs> well, everybody listening here probably already knows it. We're getting dancer, but she's not the healer we thought. You know that she would be. I think a lot of us thought it would obviously be a healer, obviously mistakenly so, because we were getting a tank. But when you uh, tally up the jobs, we are missing a ranged physical DPS. Right. 
So uh, that's what Dancer is. And they showed the little, in fact, we were like watching the little video of the gameplay. And we're like, Bell Dandy's like yelling, she's not using healing spells. She's not using healing spells. So we just kept hoping. We're like, they'll show another video where she's healing someone, right? <laughs> but no. But no. Uh, her her outfit looks amazing. I'm assuming this is her AF. Mm-hmm. Uh, the male one. A lot of people thought the male one looks like garbage, but I think that looks nice. Looks pretty good. I don't know. I thought that looks good. So so dancer, not I a think healer. The, I think the woman looks better. Which one do you think looks better? The woman. Yeah. For sure. Well, yeah. For sure. But they both look good. So uh, you guys were watching this together uh, live. Mm-hmm. What was I, I? I didn't ever catch the reaction that well, you guys had. Let me tell you about the reaction overall and then our reaction. The reaction overall, I think because there were leaks early mm-hmm. on. And I, I saw Fusion X tweet about this. And others had mentioned that because of early leaks – and we mentioned those leaks a couple episodes back. Mm-hmm. But because of those early leaks, it did take away some of the suspense that uh, not knowing the job name nor the role uh, had with it. So the suspense really was – and the um, – I guess betrayal is what kind of comes out of it uh, on a couple of levels – is because we we believed we were getting something that wasn't, and that even though the leaks never said it was a healer, it just said it would be it would surprise everyone. Um, I think there was still a, a hope that this was a healer. Now, for for Brian Chili and myself, I think originally it was the awe of seeing Dancer and the the yes, we did finally get Dancer. So we everybody was right. We got a Dancer. Uh, I think the weapon was the second thing, seeing uh, chakrams being used, which they're going to be throwing weapons is what they've said. So they can allow daggers. They can allow shurikens. They can allow boomerangs. Um, so that gives some variety, but they, but it's a cool weapon, and it's a Final Fantasy hardcore, been around since the beginning, that has not been in Final Fantasy fourteen. So it's well accepted, and everybody was in love with it. Then came the realization that this is not a healer. So there's a it's a mixed bag. We do definitely need another ranged, but we do need another healer. Mm, and it's already been four years, and now it's going to be two more. That's right. So uh, we are uh, we are in a healer drought, and that realization started seeping in, which uh, kind of soured the note for for many people moving forward. I think it was also welcome that we saw the Viera again, um, but we'll move forward into that territory as we we talk about other things from the keynote. But uh, I think it's beautiful. I think it's a, it's beautifully done. I can't wait. My hope for dancer. Is that like um, like a red mage? It has maybe one AOE healing ability, something light, maybe some hot, or maybe like an instant heal that's on a long cooldown, so it can be it can be used at times. Because if we're gonna have something a la eleven, there was definitely there was a healer in eleven, especially mm-hmm. in later levels. Um, so um I think that would be that would be good. I think what we've been promised is that it will have buffs right. and I hope those buffs are like Astrologian's buffs that you have a control over how the buff goes, at least some control. Um and it's a little more than just adding crit to the party like a like a bard does. 
But we're going to see major yeah. reworks anyway, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what this is. They, this is a new design, so I, I don't even know if we can fully guess what it's going to be, depending on how deep they're redoing the battle system. So, we'll uh, kind of just have to hope and wait and see. We know it's not going to have TP, right? No TP, which they didn't cover any of that, but we're going to get that live letter in May. May. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about that in the, in the live letter coming up, that... Um, we have a schedule of events, and, and for sure in May we're going to uh, get that live letter with all the battle changes. They also unveiled three pretty darn awesome new areas. Crystarium, which looks like Crystal Greenhouse World. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, I think the way they just described it is that's kind of like, so we're going to the first, and it's light there all the time. Night and day, it's light there. Light is taking over. There isn't even night. And right. this is where people have gone to survive. We're talking post-apocalyptic here, honestly. <laughs> right. I mean, for backstory's sake, of course, the warriors of darkness came to us, gave up their lives, came to us, told us how the light was destroying their world. And that's basically all we knew. And then we sent them back on their merry way and Heidelin somehow answered them whatever um this is that world this is the world of when the light is too strong that the darkness has to rise up so in final fantasy lore especially three which we're going to talk about the crystal tower it's a big deal in this yoshida loves final fantasy three Final Fantasy III's whole plot is the darkness is rose up and you're the warriors of light and you have to fight the darkness but in ages past and in another world Within Final Fantasy III, the light was too strong and the Warriors of Darkness had to step up to the plate to stop that flood of light. Well, this is that scenario. So the light has eaten up every other land in, in the world except for what we believe is the analog to Eorzea. Now, let me stop there for a second. This world, the first... Is, is one of 13 shards that broke off. There's 14 in total, but the 13 other worlds other than our home world that 12, 10 to 12,000 years ago, Hydaelyn and Zodiac were in a war and it broke into shards. That was the only way she could contain Zodiac on the moon and the rest of these, these shards were broken off. And from that, each of these worlds have evolved separately from that moment on. And we're going to talk about the races and all that stuff as we go into these notes. But these lands, although at one time 12 or 10,000 years ago were similar, they have all evolved separately. So you have what on each world we believe there is a crystal tower. That has – and we don't understand that mystery just yet. But there's a crystal tower on every world. There's a crystal tower on the first and there's a crystal tower on the home, which is our world. So that crystal tower is going to be a bridge for us in one way. But where the first have been pushed in from the light and there's only so much land left and there's only a small territory that's remaining that is fighting against this light – that is the lands that surround the Crystal Tower and, and just outside of that, which we know to be Eorzea. What it is here, they all have different names. So we're going to be talking about the Crystarium, which is the, which is the, the city, that last standing city that's actually caring to fight. 
Um, we've got the nearby area of Lakeland, and then we're going to talk about uh, Yulemore, which is another city that has basically given up the will to fight, and so they have decided to eat themselves. <laughs> they don't care. Eat, drink, and be merry because tomorrow we shall die. Yep. So they had uh, they had a nice video of Crystal Crystal. Whatever my tongue's frozen now. <laughs> uh, so th- they have that town, and that one. A lot of us watched the video, and we're like, "That looks like that old tech demo." Yes. <laughs> or what was that? And it does. If you pull up the old, if you find it on YouTube, or we can link it. I can't find it right this second, but uh, yeah, that's. It looks basically kind of that that town. It's definitely got the big. Uh, greenhouse look and then somebody pointed out the old red mage job actions reveal is in like one of these uh buildings yeah isn't that wild yeah i thought that was pretty crazy it's like you know he yoshi p always talks all their how many weeks or whatever months and years ahead of us as far as you know designing stuff goes oh also i need these purple trees right now beautiful Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. showed some things city. like little um, little gardens or farms. Yeah. So we've been promised farms. So this may be some communal garden type stuff that we see. I don't know that for a fact, but uh, it's nice to dream about. Uh, you're right about this being the 1.0 tech demo. It was called uh, – what is, what is the name of that? Something. Destiny, right? Or um, No, Rapture. 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 And uh, Fusion X has – this on Gamer Escape, I think he's got a full breakdown. We'll link that in the notes. We'll actually cover a, a bit of that here on this episode. But it, we will link that tech demo, and you can see how it is uh, very, very similar. I think that's really cool. So uh, that that town is at the Crystal Tower, like you said. The next town is Ulmore. Ulmore. Mm-hmm. And that... Looks like a circus, <laughs> but it looks it's like Limsa very... covered in a circus. It kind of looks like Limsa covered in a circus. Yeah, if you look at the uh, concept art, and you know, Limsa's kind of built into that giant structure that's that's that that stones, you know, hill or whatever. This is where the fat cats are, guys, and they love some grapes. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just the whole thing is just comes just completely decadent and nuts there's there's rose petals we were like talking there's like rose petals scattered around the teleport crystals i even found the music to somehow sound pretentious <laughs> it did it sounded like yeah. it was a waltz it it was it's like uppity. in your face poor people Mm-hmm. and you see that there there's a there's shanty town mm-hmm. at the base of this where the the luxury is happening in the sky here Yep, there's definitely like a slums town at the bottom. It's uh, it's pretty amazing looking though. I really uh, I've, and there and, and this one of these other pictures, you can tell there's obviously like some other buildings that are still in decent repair or something over there. I don't know. So it's 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 going to be interesting to see what that's like. I think it's gorgeous. I think it's really intriguing. I think it's a neat design. It seems to all kind of be going back to this kind of, uh, Beldani kept saying it, kind of more of a high fantasy kind of thing. Yes. Lakeland is also beautiful, also very purple. It uh, it, it look, kind of looks like uh, lots of trees. It looks like it med- probably was a forest before it got mm-hmm. destroyed. There's some uh, wooden buildings and there's some 
no built up stuff. So, yeah, and they were hinting as they were talking about this. They said Lakeland. Well, there must be a lake here. And what is this area that it's near? What's well, by the Crystal Tower? Mm-hmm. So, what area in Eorzea has a lake this and is, is by this the is Crystal missing Tower? This is missing a crashed ship and a and a dragon corpse. Exactly. Right? So this right. is basically the analog to Mordona. This is, this is civil, uh, silver tier. Yeah, this area's got to be Mordona. Yeah. It's great. I mean, there's a lot of uh, maybe some Roman type art and um, uh, the vibe I was getting from this, the music and in this this last maybe uh, ten seconds where you see the um, the battlements. I don't know what to call that. The kind of spiky wooden things to keep the, I would say to keep the orcs out because it reminds <laughs> me a lot of Lafine. I can't remember. They're, they're called palisades or something. Yeah. So it. Rem- <laughs> It reminds me a lot of Final Fantasy Eleven in music and in look. I think it's I think it's cool looking. I wasn't really equating it with anything. I thought it to me it looks fairly unique in my eye, but maybe it's just because it's all covered in purple. So, and mm-hmm. you could definitely see the Crystal Tower there in the background. So that's pretty neat. And then we get some uh, just 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 some few screenshots of new dungeons. We've got kind of your classic brown dark dungeon uh, they mentioned traps yes I mean, i'm it's like real it. traps are like we're gonna throw an aoe on the ground and you just have to move out the way this had a, like an aztec temple sort of look to it mm-hmm. and so if you think about like indiana jones type things maybe we've got you know arrows coming out of the walls and <laughs> i think they even mentioned karn i feel like they said oh. karn karn i ran it again today i still love that dungeon this this one looks very open to the air. Buildings be on fire, but I do like it when once in a while some of the dungeons aren't just caves or right. tombs or you know, I, I I I some of my favorite dungeons have at least sections that are open to the air, and uh, th- those trees look like trees that were like in one point all around Corthus. To me, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you? Yes. Is that what you see when you look at yeah. them? Oh yeah, those piney woods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the snow because they didn't have that. That's here, right. Apparently, so you know that used to be Corthus used to be green, not snow. The third one kind of looks like it's almost like from another game. It is. The hills look like butterfly wings. That looks like a fairy circle. It's very green. It's very brightly colored flowers. Getting kind of like a Gridania on acid vibe. Uh, yeah, it's definitely right? an acid trip. <laughs> but it's beautiful. It's still beautiful. Alice in beautiful. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's interesting to me. I'm, I'm kind of wondering what we're they they've got three different dungeon screenshots here with three different flavors. Part of me is like only three, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's coming. Just but we're getting nine. And we only got eight in Stormblood starting off, so we do have one extra than than what we got before. So they're giving us a little more. I'm hoping that uh, they're, uh, yeah, those are nine new dungeons. So at rollout, I just hope they're paced nicely and fit the fit the story. They've done pretty well with that in the past. Uh, we do have a new raid. We don't have much on it though. Mm-hmm. We have the sun hitting this uh, sapling or plant, tiny yeah. little grass of of uh, the, the the raid's name is Eden. That's uh-huh. about all we know about it. So, so there do. was some uh, there was some speculation here when the name and this image came out. Two 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 things is that this image is very reminiscent of near the end of Final Fantasy VIII 
where there's nothing but and and Squall is kind of wandering around in that empty space before he's called to by Renoa, you know, come back. Um, so it got that vibe. And then Eden is the name of one of the GFs in Final Fantasy VIII. So there's a small connection there. Eden makes me wonder if that's the reason they didn't use the name Adam and Eve for bosses. Mm, possibly. Just, just saying. Uh, we do have a guest for character and boss design, Tetsuya Nomura. And a lot of people were groaning, but they like his character <laughs> designs. So apparently that's okay. <laughs> well, we need belts. Lots of belts. Lots of belts. That's Nomura's design. We do have an image here of a character. It's apparently Gaia. And uh, uh-huh. she's she's very goth. Uh, she's got some sort of hammer. And not, not enough belts. But there's a lot not of ruffles. Maybe, maybe if we turn her around, the back of her thing is all full of belts. The hammer had a bunch of us like, we're, we're still reeling about no new healer. We're like... <gasps> She has a hammer. A lot of clerics in games have hammers. They're going to surprise us. No, no, they didn't. No, 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 no surprise here. I've heard all the speculation. It's, Mm -hmm. I don't think we're getting anything out of this, that, that direction, but you know, maybe she'll ring a giant geomancer bell with that hammer and then we'll, (laughs) we'll, we'll have something come out of that. Um, but, uh, I think it's neat. Uh, Nomura, of course, um, of older Final Fantasy fame, but also of Kingdom Hearts fame. Um, and he's working on the new Final Fantasy VII remake. Mm-hmm. So there's – I've even heard people saying, well, get back to work on Final Fantasy VII. We'll never see that if you're too busy. <laughs> worried about fourteen. But he's got some free time now that uh, Kingdom Hearts three has launched. So he's he's helping uh, Yoshida out with this. And I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be uh, neat. Um, also with the hammer thing. I think he let Nomura d- decide what he wanted to do and he drew a hammer and then Yoshida was – uh, there's no hammers in our game, mm-hmm. so you kind of painted us in a corner with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next one, I thought he was trolling me. I thought he was trolling us. He's like, there's a new beast tribe, the dwarves. Now, they've mentioned dwarves before, mm-hmm. and we're like, all right, dwarves. And then they showed the sled and then they, with a dwarf with his you know, beard and his helmet, and they're like... Then they took his helmet off, and it's a Lollafell. It's seriously a Lollafell. So the new beast tribe is the dwarves, never without their helmets, never without their beards, which appear to be, you know, a a a uh, scarf actually that looks like a beard. And they're experts in mining and metallurgy. So yeah, dwarves are Lalafell. It's yeah, and this is going back to what we're talking about with. 12,000 years ago, things split uh-huh. and evolved differently. So the 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 Lalafell are dwarves. That's what they're called on the first. It's not that they've turned into uh, Gimli. Uh-huh. That's what they're called. And they do give us a slide here uh, just, just soon after. We'll talk a little more about the dwarves, but I do want to cover quickly the names on the source versus names on the first and that – there is an analog for each of these, the Hewer or Humes, the Mikote or Mistel, Elizin or Elves. So there's your high fantasy, dwarves and elves on the first. Rogadin or Galgent, the Ora or the Drawn, and Lalafell again are dwarves. So 
here's your dwarves, ladies and gentlemen. They they are Lalafell, but they're also Beast Tribe. Um, yeah, and very I think strange. Gets, very strange. Yeah, it gets talked about in one of these interviews. I don't know if we'll cover it. It may be in that mis- that translated one or the one that's not been translated yet, or if it's in Mister Happy's. But but they do. But Yoshida does talk about how. They're beast tribes, but on the first, you don't really necessarily have Garlemald, right? Mm-hmm. We don't know anything about Garlemald on the fir- on the first. So, how did we differentiate who was a beast versus who was a, a valid? What race? was a race and what was a beast race? Exactly. Yeah. Well, because of because of tribal things, they may not be called beast tribes, but they are. Uh, relegated to a lower type of status than something else. So it's going to be interesting, and that's part of the story. They're going to explain how that happens, and that's going to be part of the narrative uh, in this. But they have the Final Fantasy IV look, Yelta, with mm-hmm. and, and one, in, in, in fact. Dwarves, have been, dwarves and elves have been around since Final Fantasy I. Yeah. Um, they've got the little beady eyes, uh, the big beards, the Viking type helmet, carrying axes, and I believe. Tell me if you think the same way. They're experts in mining and metallurgy. This is going to be your crafting beast tribe. Yeah, but think? we thought that about the Anata. Well, we did, but we got we. So they've named all three beast tribes here, though, unless yeah. they give us a fourth beast tribe. Uh, so I don't know. We we've got three here. We've got the Numu. We've got. Uh, what's our other those, one? Those the pixies, very pixie things. I can't remember. Yeah, the and then we've got the dwarves. So unless they give us a fourth one, that and they may. We I like the more beast tribes, the merrier. I don't mind. You know, uh, we we'll see. We'll see how this evolves, and maybe they do it differently. Maybe they give us a little bit of crafting and gathering in each of them. Who's who's to say? We'll find out. And then they uh, talked at length about the dwarves and their town, and how if you're not Lalafell size, you're not getting in <laughs> some of these buildings. <laughs> oh, people were talking about uh, if you're a different race, then you should uh, turn to Blue Mage, kill yourself, and get uh, raised into the building or something. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to see, see how this plays out. And then, yep, like you said, the uh, slide about the source names versus names on the first. Very interesting. And then they uh, unveiled the new race. And this was one of the ones that matched up nicely with the slide or with the Aleks. Uh, we do have the Rothgar. They are beastly, huge mm-hmm. cats. And mm-hmm. they're only men. They're male only. Mm-hmm. And they are... The Hrothgar, but they're also the is it Ronzo? Yeah. Yeah, so they too have an analog on the first. And they are the Ronzo on the first. So uh, one of the things that our leaker got wrong and he laughed when he said people are expecting Ronzo and aren't gonna get it. Well we got both the Rothgar and the Ronzo because they're one in the same. Um, we've got a video. It shows the Rothgar. They look mega beast. I think they could work on the textures a bit. Yeah. I hope they continue to. Yeah. It's some, some people were like, it just looks like a, a row with fur slapped on it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. kind of, but I don't know. They, their posture seems different. Uh, I, I actually quite like the way they look and I'm, yeah. I'm actually kind of thankful they went with more, you know, people were like, we already have enough cats and I'm kind of like, yeah, we've got cats and bunnies. Do we really need another, you know, whatever, but these are not Ellison 
with uh, ears slapped on, right? Mm-mm. These look like they come from cats. <laughs> yeah, their animations are beast-like. I, my regret is that they're not running on all fours. Mm. I really wish they would. Yeah, it that. looks it looks almost like they like they they kind of wanted to make them run on all fours, but then they're like, oh no, like or even if it, like they ran and then like once in a while would hit all fours would look amazing. I think. But uh, again, no females, which is a little weird considering, you know, the reason they didn't do male Viera is, well, you no one ever sees the males. And we're like, well, you said that about Makote. And then now they give us the Ronzo, Rothgar, and they're like, but female ones are featured in other games. Why don't we have them here? And uh, we'll talk about that some more. Basically, there's only so much time. Hmm. On the first, the Vieira are known as the V's, and the Hrothgar is known as the Ronzo. So there's your analog for both of the two new races on the first. They talked a little bit about enemies. Uh, Scourge of the first are Sin Eaters. I thought that slide looked amazing. Yeah. They, they looked really good. And I can't remember what the second slide is, but it looks amazing too. Well, that is that that's is innocence. innocence. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep, so uh, nothing's known about him at this time, but he'll play an important role. Lots of him. Yeah, so I don't know if that's what we're getting in the in the preview. Uh, Kiribu is what we originally had thought that was what's in the trailer. It may be just one of the – you can't call it Void Scent. I guess you have to call it one of the Sin Eaters. Basically, the Void Scent come from the 13th, which is the, the one shard that has been enveloped in darkness. But the the first has been enveloped in light. And, of course, our home world is right in between, so we're on the edge of darkness and light. Uh, so uh, where the Void sent hail from the 13th, uh, the, the Sin Eaters are, are from the 1st, and uh, Innocence is the uh, the boss of light. So we will see a lot more of him. I think originally in this interview, we're reading from um, Gamer Escape, the keynote summary. Uh, originally in this, I think they had a, a they in that, but this has been since updated to say he. Yep. All right, and then they remind us that they're going to give us uh, more information on job adjustments in May, as we said also. Also trusts. Uh, Minfilia has been uh, – is now going to be one of the trusts. So oh, we nice. don't know really a whole lot about that either because we don't know what job Minfilia, well, is honestly even capable of. Mm. <laughs> There, there were some snotty remarks made, maybe by me, in, you know, <laughs> by some of us, in uh, in in the chat while they were, were saying these things. And yeah, and people are like, "Well, is she a dancer?" Well, first people were like, "Well, she's on that trust slide. Is she a dancer?" Or you know, don't even know. And it looks from the trailer that uh, Ishtola or. I, I guess we can call her now um, Matoya. Mother Matoya um, and Uriange are in the Great Wood, which would be on our homeworld, where Thancred is fighting a big lion beast that is one of the Sin Eaters. So is he on the first? And if that's the case, is Minfilia on the first? Did she originate from the first or did she come from our homeworld and come over with Thancred is Thancred supposed to bring Minfilia to the first to help bring to to soothe the light? We don't know, but it's uh it, it's wild to see the scions in 
in different uh, different play, maybe different worlds altogether. Altogether. All right, and then we got to the Final Fantasy fourteen live letter fifty. 50. And uh, we are uh, going off of the summary from Nova Corsalis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Always, always puts out good quality content that we talk about. And uh, let's see. So it's the 50th letter. And they uh, talked a bit about patch schedule. 4.56 is out now, March 26th. April 2nd, the data center expansion for Europe is going to commence. April 16th. Uh, Nocturne for Heroes, that's the Final Fantasy XV collaboration event, will we'll, uh, commence. April 23rd is patch 4.57, that features the World Visit system. April 23rd is Data Center Expansion for North America. And let's see, April 23rd, uh, mid-May 2019, patch 4.58. That's various adjustments and updates. I think that's going to be, It's it, it's not new content, it's like unlocking loot drops in Orborn and stuff like that. Uh, June 28th is early access to Shadowbringers. July 2nd is official Shadowbringers. And there's going to be a benchmark that will allow you to customize Viera and Hrothgar characters. So there's that. Mm -hmm. And then there's a lovely picture of the 15 stuff. The car, the gear... Looks good. We got the outfits. Mm-hmm. Both sexes. And, get the hairstyle. Get all the pieces. Right. That's good. We actually have a, a summary update, although we just read all the, the dates to you guys. They they did give us a slide of where we're going, which is nice. It's good to see a roadmap again, uh, even though it's a small roadmap. Uh, and uh, one other comment that I'm not sure if it's listed later in this or, or, or not listed at all, but that um, – Yoshida did say there was a big stretch in May, but there would be other things happening in May other than just that mid-May, various adjustments and updates. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get that live letter that talks about the battle adjustments, and uh, there will be other announcements and things going on in May. So it's not just going to be a big nothing burger. Well, we're going to get a – was it make, a ra- make it rain is usually sure. May or June or something. So. Yeah, there's there are other things happening that aren't specifically on these slides. All right, they did have a special guest, world lore creator Banri Oda, and mm-hmm. I kind of tuned out during some of this. We yeah, we were too. deep into complaining about no male Viara by this time, so um, the the first few questions are very much what inspires you, what kind of books do you like, what's a day in your life, that kind of stuff. Oh, I don't even know what we want to talk about here. It gets good if he asks about the Asians reviving Zodiac. Mm-hmm. There's like five questions before he gets to anything that I cared about. And then when they said, how bad would it be if the Asians revived Zodiac? And then my ears perked up. And he says, <laughs> depends on your perspective of bad. For some characters, it's good, while others bad. The expansion may answer some of these questions. For example, the Garleans believe that they are in the right and are doing good. There will be characters you will relate with and others you won't. Um, moving forward, Louis Swa, when he used to, oh, I thought this was neat. When Louis Swa teleported the Warrior of Light five years in the future, why did he choose five years? It's not that he actually chose five years. The spell he used basically was like a safe harbor spell. It just said, gonna get the Warrior of Light somewhere safe, and the spell determined that five years 
was yeah, it was it was like let them out when it's safe, right? When it's safe, and that was that was five years. Uh, he he adds whether the player feels like it was yesterday or five years, that's up to you. I don't know why you would even add that. It was five years. <laughs> Um, did you have the truth about Eureka plan from the start? The Isle of Val was introduced in Heaven's Word. When Eureka was uh, decided, we ran with it. When deciding the 5.0 story involved the Crystal Tower, they later decided it was better used in Eureka content. There were a lot of storylines from 1.0 that ended abruptly, so Oda says he would try to find ways to tie them up. That's good. There's still a lot of stuff from mm-hmm. 1.0 we've yet to uh, see the end of. Uh, they're about eighty to ninety percent in developing Shadowbringers. I saw Yoshida like nodding his head at that point. I think they're just cleaning up some quest stuff uh, at this point. Um, Estinian talks about his blood being half dragon in Heaven's Word. He doesn't actually have dragon blood, but the aether he absorbed from Nidhogg's eye. Uh, NPC birthdays. They said they didn't really want to give actual birthdays because then everybody, everybody's going to start calculating the years, mm-hmm. and they don't want to get pinned down on any year. Uh, so well, that, it's cause they, they're like, it's the magical video game thing. It's always today and tomorrow's later and yesterday uh-huh. was just earlier. So, you know, it's like that, a dream. <laughs> um, uh, go ahead. Oh, oh, uh, the young Rogadin. I'm, I'm just kind of skipping ahead cause I'm trying to remember the ones that stood out to me when it's, uh, and we can go back to any other others, but he said, uh, can you ever we ever put a young rogue in and he said he's been wanting to put a young rogue in but every time he decides he wants to put a young job or a young race uh yoshida's like well i want a young something else at first it was mm-hmm. a young mikote and then it was that i guess was that was for <laughs> yeah and then it was a ra i guess that was for like originally it was for um what's her face Zlo- uh, uh chloe uh okay. or zloe whichever one it is and then um yeah and then an aura was next so uh yeah, it was just one thing out of the other, but he wants to do it. It's just the cost is high for that. Uh, the next one I thought was wild. This is Yelta, the Auras rubbing their <laughs> Rub horns the- together thing. This just reminded me of what episode was it? Was it even in, in, in Gather Together where like they just bang? Because we talked about – They just bang. They yeah. just bang. We talked about uh, Viera or Aura, Aura and their horns and – Apparently they rub them together to display affection, sure. and Yoshida apparently just made it up. And then Oda says that's fine, and it's now official. Apparently, it was <laughs> one of those things on the stage that they just they said it and they did kind of like uh, the fish that uh, <laughs> that <laughs> yes. Koji came up with it at the uh, the it's fan fest we now. were at. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the Duty Finder and lore I wanted to touch on quick because people ask this in this game and other games. Well, how is it the 45th time you run the Aram Vale? How is Coin Corner still there? And how are the treasure chests still there? It's an MMO. You just got to (laughs) like suspend your disbelief. Play the goddamn game. And play the goddamn game. (laughs) Oh, where does Companion Chocobo go when called and dismissed? It's basically, it's just kind of there. It's again, another role. Don't think about where all of your armory chest stuff is and where your fishing pole is when you're, you know, actually being a samurai. Hmm. Oh. Why can't the Warrior of Light get to and from the New World? That's interesting because the New World exists to the West. It is mm-hmm. It is to the West. There has been Blue Mages come from there. They said it's not easily accessible. It's hard to get there currently. Maybe once there's an easy way to get there, we can go to the New World. Yoshida says he wants players to someday go there. 
It doesn't, that to me, the way it was worded makes it sound like that's not coming up immediately. A lot of us no. thought we would. So our tacos there. are not coming in 5.0 because no. they said the tacos would be from the new world. <laughs> God damn it, Yoshida. Oh. All right. Why didn't the Orizans lose the battle at Gimlet if the Garlands are outnumbered? Oh, okay. Uh, Garlands have magic tech. Orizans have a realm that allows them to use powerful magic. So, you know. I don't know. A lot of people think the Garleans would have just uh, steamrolled them, but there might be reasons for them not to. So, hmm. Hope that's in the patch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then they did some announcements. Pre-ordering Shadowbringers. Gets you the Gremlin, earring, a Gremlin Minion, Aetherite Earring, and Early Access. There's a. It's, it's, it was the Buy My Stuff section. So. Yeah. Xenia Galvis is in Dissidia, and they I, apparently okay. had machines on site. People left immediately. They People did. People bailed and went to go play this. Yeah. <laughs> I loaded up the actual NT version or whatever. I didn't see him on there, but maybe it's maybe it's a work in progress. Uh, oh, I guess it says here, uh, PlayStation 4 Steam, April 11th. So I'm jumping the gun. It's coming okay. soon. Yeah, they had machines already there, though, that had it loaded on, so... Mm-hmm. But then the people in line had to stop and turn around. Oh, because the, they were making a huge deal of it. There they was a huge mess. So Yoshida stood up. He put a coat on. He grabbed three microphones and was testing them. They pulled the the seats and the and the table off the stage, and it was a big to do. All the cameras were on him. They had they had people, oh, and we were all like, "This is it. They're going to give us something juicy." Yes, oh, the healers are coming, or Yoshida's My quitting. Finally, we're going to get a, a better director <laughs> on this shit. Uh, well, I honestly. Half of me was like, he's retiring. Yeah, that's what I thought. Or, so. or, or not retiring, but he's like stepping down from this position and someone else was going to get it and he was going to, sh- but that's not what it was. No, we got <laughs> Daddy, Daddy of, Light. of Light, the movie. It's going to be a full length movie, which is awesome. Did you watch the series? I, I think, did. I loved it. Yeah, every bit I loved it. it, but I just really thought that I, this was not a reason to do light checks and sound checks and tear the stage down and get everybody around. It was, there was not that big of an announcement to me. Now, I don't know about in Japan making a movie about a video game that was a TV series that was based on a blog, based on a game. You know, it, it, it's awesome and I love it, but I just really didn't think it was like, and our crescendo is a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I... <laughs> I saw some hate for this because I put a comment on Twitter, not hate directed toward me, but it was it was a comment I made about what a large fanfare for really nothing. And it was like, well, we need to – I saw a Japanese comment. We need to respect the death of the previous actor of the first one. And I do. I watched that old series. I respect the previous actor of, as the dad of light uh and and he was fantastic i i'm sorry that he passed but making a movie isn't this isn't like a tribute to him they're just making the movie version of the tv series so it's not like anybody who said 
why did they make this weird announcement? And really, it was the build up to the announcement. The announcement itself isn't weird. Well, it's fine. I didn't have any issue with I, that whatsoever. Fantastic. There's a movie. It was the weird, like, get the cameras, test the microphones. It was put the jacket on. You made it seem like the CEO was going to come out and, and tell some serious thing was about to happen. And this is, this is great. It's serious from, this is a, it's a great thing that they're doing, but, it really felt it had this suspense that something really bad was going to happen honestly um, something cataclysmic if you will you Grave. know for good or bad you know i thought it was going to be a calamity uh-huh and you know and it wasn't and uh i'm glad it wasn't something bad but i i didn't really think it needed that kind of and a lot of us, and again, it was also doubly fueled by people who were already still had not fully accepted the other announcements. People who, you know, didn't want gender locked races and people, where, where's my healer? For them to like make this big deal about where some of us were like, kind of like, fuck you at that point. <laughs> yeah. Have you, <laughs> you seen the, the comics about the, the stages of white, uh, of white beach healer, or of healer grief? grief no, yeah. that one actually captures. Uh, the first, like, four panels of that captured me exactly, right? It really, really did. You go from, an, you know, oh, they didn't announce it. Oh, they're going to surprise us. It's going to be like Blue Mage. Someone's going to come out on stage. Oh, wait, we're not done yet. And, in fact, we were even saying that, oh, you know, they seem to be winding down before this announcement. And we're like, right. oh, we're like, but they still have, I don't know, 20 minutes. Bell Dandy was in there. They're like, he, they're like this can't be it. they got to give us more. There's... You know, it's 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 it's, they they allotted more time for this, and nope. Yeah, the fan the it's not the fan fest. the The live letter was very short in length. Um, It it really just kind of crushed the dreams because you got the keynote. The CEO didn't come out in any kind of costume, and there's always this lingering hope that something else will get announced. And and the the honest truth is. The leaks were 90% right and that we were right as far as when they said multiple jobs that no, they're not counting Blue Mage. They're and just two calling – Two is a just, multiple. Oh, that, I'm, still, I'm still salty about that. And, and two – and the explanation of the two races is almost just as appalling. Now, there is some – there's some grossness that comes out because it just is – it's kind of appalling for the, the dev team to say – we didn't have enough resources, but we decided to do two or to say, well, we didn't want to do kind of a, a a bunny boy because it would be too – they don't use the word effeminate, but they but maybe more on the – like something smaller, softer, whatever. They, they wanted to do something larger and more beast, so they chose mm-hmm. a male to do that. The grossness on the opposite side is to call it homophobic – there's to, some pretty extreme stuff being posted. To call still it being sexist posted. or yeah. uh, anti-LGBTQ. Like a slap in the face like it personally As if Yoshida came to your you home and dead named you or something. It's like it's not really it's not really on that level and it wasn't chosen as a personal attack against anybody. In fact, I didn't put this in the notes, Yelta. God bless our devs because mm, oh, I, sure. had, uh, I had a, a – I had a conversation. I was reading that our precious Dev Aya was uh, talking to somebody 
pulling this up on my phone right now because it's mm-hmm. just it's just really disgusting the way that they're being talked to. Well, people and, are getting threats. People are getting like. Well, I heard Yoshida one... got a death threat. Although people are like, I haven't seen the proof. I haven't seen the proof. I, yeah. you know, maybe maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But the the this great community decides to to get up in arms because I had a good talk with Brian from work to game over lunch mm. last week and we've got some good plans going in the future but I had a great talk about that there and this thing could happen in all walks of life it could be comic books it could be Star Wars God forbid you know you make another episode eight right because every burn the world down episode eight wasn't what I thought it was going to be um you've got people who so live in a fantasy world and you look at the Final Fantasy community as a whole and then in Final Fantasy 14 there are some people whether you know it's it's because that I, I'm not gonna go into the reasons it could be ma- multitude reasons that Final Fantasy 14 is a home that is better for them than anywhere else that they live but they live in that world so completely the world of Eorzea, the world of Eidolon, that when God Daddy Yoshida does something they don't like, it's a personal attack. And they treat it as if God slapped them in the face. It is a video game. It is a video game. I am so sorry. I, I want better for your lives, but it is a video game. Do not put your hope of your life on God Daddy Yoshida. He's not God. He's not your dad. And this game is not your life. So it's, it's also not tailored for you. It's not your identity. Well, and you and I, part of our real life identity is we've played this game forever. Yeah. We talk about it. We podcast about it. We run community, you know, we, we participate in many communities and it is deeply part of our life. And I don't know about you, but for me, being a healer is part of my personal in-game identity, but I didn't really feel like. It wasn't like a slap in the face. He was targeting you, Yelta. Like, fuck you, Yelta. You don't need a new healer. I didn't take it that way by any stretch of the imagination. Um, I probably wasn't going to become a VR anyway. In fact, I would... Honestly, I was actually... Once I saw the Rothgar and I saw what uh, female Ronzo look like, I'm like, I can see switching that for a little bit. But also, I'm like, you know what? It's what we get, and I'm going to try not to freak out, and I'm still, you know... Chitara would have been hot. Like, ooh, a cheetah woman. Yeah, ooh, I could, I could definitely see like like Fantasia or not, yeah, one of my alts or something because that that would have been cool and neat. But it, I don't know, trying to pull some of these real world things into the game and kind of coming up with this strange thing that Yoshida is trying to say you're. You're lesser of a person because I didn't include male bunnies. Uh, I, yeah, I think that's ridiculous, and to be threatening about it. If you don't like, and I and I I hate. I also though hate on day one from many different places. You know, I was upset about no new healer, and uh, I was upset about only two jobs, and I, you know, I, and I was upset. But I don't think I was, like, overreactingly upset. I wasn't going to the forums and saying, I'm going to quit this game because you can give me another healer. I'm disappointed. But a lot of people were like, well, if you're not, you know, basically, if you go to the official forums that day, it was like, there were so many people who were just, like, white-nating so hard. They're like, basically, if you don't 100% love everything announced, then you should just unsub. The game would be better off without you, and that will free up your house so someone else can buy it. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah, you got reverse trolls. Yeah. Whoa. I'm like, 
I, we, we are, you and I have often been the voice of, I don't know what's up with this game sometimes, but just because you don't get exactly what you want doesn't mean it was an attack on you. And can we please yeah, and that, do that, a nice? Honestly, those kind of comments to me come from a place of 4chan, mm. like a bunch of some of that trolls. peaked up though. The, the, I'm not used to seeing that kind of level of troll behavior in 14. I guess great community, by the uh, way. Great community. Um, I just want to read quickly. This is something I uh, I saw the other day. I've been observing various social media platforms since Tokyo FanFest, and for me personally, it's extremely disappointing to see people claiming LGBTQ plus offenses over Vieira and Rothgar. We hear it, and no, I'm not asking for these comments to come to a halt. Uh, continuing. However, this does not excuse anyone to act or speak like they represent the LGBTQ plus community as a whole. Not everyone in your respective groups doesn't feel the same. I personally sure don't agree with some of the reactions, but that's not my point. Then she had a fucktard that wanted to argue the point. She says, in the years I've been working as your community rep, nothing has ever riled me up this badly from the community. To be quite honest, it makes me incredibly distraught. Instead of saying we, please focus on yourself as an individual. I believe she deleted that tweet. Mm. She had a back and forth with this individual that she, in her better wisdom, ended with, uh, you stated your opinion, thank you, and left it at that. But you don't know how who Aya is as a person. She also comments uh, that Yoshida signed off on – let me see if I can find that. She responded to this fucktard as – um, where is this? It's about Yoshida. However, if it still persists, I'd like to consider things that same-sex eternal bonding and the recent 14 representation at a pride parade needed to pass by the director himself. So to claim that these things are anti-LGBTQ+, to somebody that does allow same-sex marriage in the game... Uh, and we know that the Japanese culture isn't maybe as progressive. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass with that, but I, my understanding is that it was kind of a deal to have 14 have same-sex marriage mm-hmm. because of uh, the lack of progressivism in Japan. And that the, that the representation recently at the Australian Pride Parade, um, this all passes by Yoshida. So it's not personal. They did not. They did not make these choices personal. We're going to get into some interviews that say why. Uh, Mr. Happy's interview, which is very good, explains the why behind it. And there is hope. It's not something that they've completely um, have thrown away. Well, and especially the race uh, issues, right? You've got two races that only have one sex each. I keep going back to he said this might be the last time we add new races. But that doesn't mean they can't add the sexes for those races. And I think yeah, they those will. Races I think are now they, added. people are, you, you're not going to get them with the rollout of Shadowbringers, but there's no reason if, I don't remember. Chenin actually, who used to be one of our reps, she that night was like, what did she write up? She's like, go to the forums and write a, you know, a reasonable, nice feedback. Right? Mm-hmm. It is just don't go in there just raging. I can't find the thing right now, but she worded it so nicely. That, and it's just like, you know, yes, that. Just go 
put it out there nicely and don't be just like crazy about it. I don't know. Oh, here we go. Soft reminder from your former Final Fantasy XIV community rep. We love criticism. It's so valuable to an MMORPG. But please give it respectfully and remember it's a job of real humans to read your words and relay them to the team that works very hard and loves you guys. And so she's like, somebody asked, uh, you know, she just really loves the, the community and whatnot. It's, you just, just don't. I never write anything in anger. And in, my, in fact, my first response was, I'm going to write something sometime, but it's going to be after I'm not mad anymore. You uh-huh. just never act in anger. That's usually, or, 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 or not even anger. I wasn't angry. Isn't even the right word, but you know, wait till you're calm, collected, write something up, send it to someone else who can tell you whether or not you're a crazy person for writing something. <laughs> no, really. It's-, <laughs> it's true. I've had people send me emails before like, can you proofread this? Because, and I was like, take out the red letters. <laughs> yeah. Do you really need that many exclamation points? And please take out the word bitch. So, you know, <laughs> you know, so, you know, they, they want our feedback. And I fully think, I really think we're going to get the other two sexes. Eventually, I think we're going to eventually get another healer. I think part of this whole battle readjustments is they still don't know what the fuck to do with healers. You know, they're they're talking about this main tank off tank thing. So I think they have to sort the healers out and then that the healers will be due a fourth healer before anything. In my Mm -hmm. mind, we have to get another healer, whether they add it mid patch, but they said they probably wouldn't do that ever again or we get one in, but it's two more years. That's what's mm-hmm. really upsets me. I'm very upset as someone who loves healers. I want another healer. But uh, no, it's it, give your feedback, be respectful, and then just, you know what? Play the game, unless it's a fucking deal breaker. There are people who are like, I, I they unsubbed because Blue Mage wasn't what they want. There are people who claim to have done that. And I'm like, okay, then that was your, that's the hill you wanted to die on. And, you know. Please look forward to the news, I guess. <laughs> so, all right. We know we're bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Let's see. Oh. The uh, the only quick thing that we had, and we're not going to cover much in depth of it, from the developers panel, we'll link uh, Gamer, Escapes, Gamer Escapes synopsis of everything that we know about 14 Shadowbringers. But there were a couple of screenshots. It was a little tough to watch at the beginning if you weren't into the sort of thing because they're taking pictures of dirt and they're explaining <laughs> yeah. how they do the textures coming from the dirt. But then they show us some screenshots of the different areas. And if you go to the, the Gamerscape, uh, everything we know about Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers, there's a couple of shots. Uh, Colusia, uh, which may be an analog to Limsa Lominsa. It definitely looks like uh, Game of Thrones' The Wall because you've got this towering structure that goes up this ladder elevator thing. So they show some shots of that. And I think they gave us a little bit of extension with the um orang area which people have said looks a lot like what um Than- uh, thanalan would be if silda had taken over versus um uh Ulda. Mm-hmm. so take a look at the screenshots in there and any any others it does have the videos and stuff and it's got a full synopsis of the different beast tribes and things that have been talked about over the last few fan fests so it's a it's this a good watch very nice it's all in one place and it's all 
easy to read and and uh, you know it's all they, they it's it's really real everything we know about Final Fantasy fourteen so. Right, we were on to interviews. There are some interviews. I I have only skimmed some of these, so uh, we may have to help me out here. So yeah. the first one's Mr. Mr. Happy. Happy. I'll let you take that one. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Happy has a fantastic interview that came out of uh, Tokyo Fan Fest. It's not really that long. If you watch it, it's about a thirty-three minute video. But we'll I think we can cover it a little faster. <clears throat> like most of his guides, uh, many Western players were surprised when it was revealed that Rothgar and Vieira would not have both genders available. So Mr. Happy starts right here with a hot button. Uh, especially after the efforts the team went through to provide more options with Mikote and Rogadin in 2.0. Why did the team des- decide to do two different races with one gender each instead of one race with both genders? Yoshida gives a long answer, so prep yourself here. The timing of the game launch, the races needed to have a gender counterpart for Realm Reborn. When I took over, I wanted to fill the missing gender to make those races seem complete. What is different now to compare to then, uh, after multiple expansions, the situation isn't the same when we release the base game. My answer here is going to be long. The game has been launched for six years. It has tens of thousands of armors available. We have to make sure every race can use every outfit correctly. The more unique the appearance of the race, the more difficult these adjustments are to make. When we create one gear, we have to make adjustments so it fits all these different races. When we add new races, we have to adjust how to approach approach this process. The development cost for making a new race is very intense because of how much work we put into the graphics of the game. We also have to make sure these things all work properly. That's why we are saying these may be the last races because of how taxing it is on the dev team. We wanted to give players options and freedom to choose more races. We envisioned adding a new race, but people really wanted Viera to be played in-game. So if we add another race that isn't Viera, people might wonder why we didn't do it. So we had to add them for sure. We had a big discussion back when we added Aura, whether to add Aura or Viera. We knew we only had female Viera for reference, so we had no idea what to do with the male variant. We would have to use our own imagination for that. There was a fear about how we would approach it, perhaps an Ella's in body with Mikote face and bunny ears. Would this be the right way to add the race to the game? When we create a fantasy game, especially 14, we have a good variety of races. We don't really need any more cute or sweet looking characters because we have so many as it is. Especially for 14, we have many symbols of power or strength, such as Highlander and Rogadins. We wanted something more animal-like. It's not that we wanted to create a wild west of characters, but we do need a good variety. So the simple answer is Vieira was sought after because we had to add those. To expand the game as options, we also wanted to add Rothgar. To stop there, Yelta, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty solid answer. Yeah, yeah, they they have plans, but they have limited time, and uh, it does bother me though. That, like this game must make so much money. It's kind of like, can you just hire a few more character modelers, please, or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some more mm-hmm. lore writers. You know, it's 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 upsetting to me already. That not upsetting to me, but it's like, yeah, the, you know, right now even Viera and Rothgar are gonna like have helmets that fit their head. You know, right. Right. So that doesn't really actually explain why we don't have the female and male counterpart uh, for those two races. So uh, uh, the question number two by Mr. Happy is, 
As a follow-up, is the team considering adding the other gender for these two races in future expansions? Short answer is we haven't made a decision on that. The reason why we can't say for sure, we need to optimize our workflow with with the existing races and the new ones. After that, perhaps we do the other gender, but we don't know right now. We did consider male Vieira instead of adding an extra race, but we tried to make player feedback on adding a more beast-like race as well as the strong desire to receive Vieira. We did expect strong feedback on the gender lock. It was a tough decision, but we decided to do our best to meet both the player feedback and our development team's vision. It'll be very costly to add a new race or gender, so I won't say no, but I would not like to set the expectations high. We haven't had time to look at all the feedback since this is our first day back at the office since Tokyo Fan Fest. What was the general feedback from North America based on your experience? Were they upset about no male Vieira, no female Horathgar, or both? And Mr. Happy responds, It's been a heated topic. Some players are okay, while many players are upset about gender locking. Many are disappointed about no male Vieira, but with the female Rothgar, I've seen some people be even more upset. This is because in the first shard, they're called Ronzo, and in, a, and in Final Fantasy X, there are plenty of female Ronzo. Yoshida says, Thank you for the insight. Currently, we're putting together all the feedback. Depending on the feedback, we're considering an official statement on the forums. All right, uh, so number three, the reveal that Dancer was a ranged DPS caught a lot of players by surprise as well. Why did the team decide to add another DPS to the game as opposed to a new healer? Uh, Yoshida says, out of curiosity, why was the community generally expecting it to be a healer? Uh, Happy says, mostly because we expected it to be both a tank and a healer for the expansion. Yoshida said, simply, we only had two ranged physical DPS, so we wanted to add another. We have four tanks and four melee DPS, three casters and three healers, and yet there were only two ranged DPS. We wanted to balance the number of jobs across the board. We also really wanted to add another tank to balance the tanks more. With four tanks, we can better balance the tank role with two main tanks and two off tanks. When the players decide which role or job to play, even a small difference in abilities and attributes make a big difference. People like to take Paladin as an off-tank thanks to abilities like Cover, so the Warrior and Dark Knight are fighting for the main tank spot most commonly. So hypothetically speaking, if we rebalance things and put Warrior's main tank, then the Paladin and Dark Knight would be fighting for off-tank. No matter what, we really needed to balance this with 2 and 2. It's much more fair this way, so it's two jobs between main tank and two between off tank. This is very tentative, so please convey this is no indication at all of our final plans. And that's in bold letters. I know, but part of me is like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's kind of like... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh, the continuation here, when looking at the history of healing jobs, making strong balance between three jobs, it's been tough. With three, it's been tough. So with a four, the fourth, the balance might be even worse. Instead of doing this, we want to prioritize balancing them better this expansion. So we didn't want to add a new healer at 4.0 or 5.0. We really didn't think we needed to restructure the way the healers are handled. Oh, I'm sorry. We really think we need to restructure the way the healers are handled. We cannot keep this strict division between pure healer and barrier healer. Something needs to be changed here so we can maintain a good balance. That's the reason we didn't have a healer. 
First priority was to add a third range, then fourth tank while we balance the healers better. We need to maybe change the way to present new jobs at fan festivals, perhaps reveal the roles first, and then reveal the job later to subvert expectations. That, so that would have helped. That would help. So a lot of break, a lot of things to break down in this answer. One, I guess just small to cover is yes, I think they need to reveal roles first and then present new jobs uh, at FanFest after we have an expectation of the role so our bubbles are not burst and we know what to expect. Moving backwards in this, um, the whole tank thing. I get what they're saying with the I tank know, thing. I know, but they're like, we'll add a fourth tank to make it easier to balance tanks, but we can't add a fourth healer because that would make it hard to balance healers. Yeah, so here's the thing. With, with tanks... Four, two is multiple four. We all know two is a multiple now. <laughs> two is <laughs> math. Two is Let a, me check math. Bot. Yeah, please. Uh, two is a multiple of four. So if you have two rolls within the tank, then I can see two and two. And so I understand that logic. However, and it remains to be seen, although we've got bold print here, will the tanks be designated as main, main tank and off, mm-hmm. off tank? Or is that something that the tank roles themselves need to know because new tanks aren't going to know. They're going to run in as a paladin no. and go, I'm a main tank. I'm a big shield. I hold a big shield. I should stand in front. And the warriors are going to say, get back, little guy. Mm-hmm. You have cover and you need to be the, uh, you need to be the off tank. And they're not going to understand that. And that's going to mm-hmm. cause division. So that's a tank problem in itself. Well, with, uh, and are they going to change the duty finder matcher to match? If you have two tank content to try to match a main tank and an off tank, mm-hmm. so or is it going to give up after a while and give you two off tanks? And is there going to be a way to change our stances going away? Right. So right mm. now, if you want to, now it's not it's not you know min maxing, but right now the main tank is whoever has the tanking stance on. I know that you know some tanks are better than others as being the main tank, but. I don't. I don't understand this at one level. Yeah, I get what he's trying to say, but yeah, it's it's real clunky the the way. Like, I I don't see how they're going to put this out. <clears throat> the other is with the healer thing. So if you have two types of healer, then I guess you would be in the same tank problem if you had white mage, your pure healer, scholar, your shield, your barrier healer. And Astrologian was one of the two. Mm-hmm. The issue is you, Astrologian is both. And party buffer. And Major. party buffer. Right. So Astrologian is in high demand. Uh, and the others, well, a Scholar is still very much high demand because Astrologian can do what a White Mage can do. And then although people say, well, White Mages can DPS really strong, but is that the role? You know, so the, you, you paint yourself in the corner. My personal opinion is Astrologian paint, painted this team in a corner because they only thought as pure healer and barrier healer. The whole thing about like, why not a melee healer that does attacks that heals MP? They, they, they never thought that far with it. Or I've seen the chemist thing be kicked around. Why not overhealing to create mm-hmm. an overhealing yeah. effect to do, you know, so that's. You get a 10% pe- barrier based on overhealing or plus XP or plus hit points or something. So yeah. the community has really good ideas of what to do, but they had already painted themselves in a corner. Now, the issue would be if you add a new healer and then you suddenly said, well, Astrologian loses its sects. You only have one sect 
and it's it's X. Mm-hmm. And you've got astrologians just clawing their oh, eyes. That's out. gonna be you've ruined my job. Yeah. In order to they... add Geomancer, you've done this and da 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 da, and it's just another. It's another problem. Mm-hmm. So I think the balancing of healer. I'm not trying to be an apologetic apologetist for whatever for for Yoshida here, but I uh, I, I tend to think that they are going to have to completely rewrite some of the healer stuff somewhere between astrologian and why i think scholar as a barrier healer even though mm-hmm. it's my least fun one to play personally i think it's probably in a decent spot maybe they can just tweak some of the actions and stuff but as a barrier healer i mean what's the problem with scholar i don't see what really the problem with white mage other than those fucking lilies need to go well there's not a much utility i think is what people say right right and then astrologian is too too strong Astrologian is just too much of a powerhouse and it's got too many, too many different things going for it. So, uh, what do you do? Yoshi? And I guess that's the 5.0. But for them to also say 4.0 and 5.0, then they made some really awful choices in 4.0. Mm-hmm. Because if they couldn't get it right through the whole 4.4.x cycle and they have to take another expansion to get healers right. Oh, yeah. That's why they told us we couldn't have healers this time around. Is- they're still trying to figure out how to balance it properly or some shit. I don't remember now. Yeah, well, they need to they need to put more people on the healer balancing team because this is terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we have so many DPS. I understand that ranged physical was lacking a slot. I do get that. And I'm okay with them adding that, but we have so many damage dealers. How many of these parties? It's two healers, two tanks, four DPS. But mathematically you look at all the jobs out there and it just doesn't work mm-hmm. you know i don't know i don't know yeah well it remains to be seen we'll hear more about this as this goes on and as again as a community you put your opinions in there no death threats please but just put no, your opinions keep, in keep there it calm opinions. keep it logical keep it you know be, be chill all right, I'm going to whip through some of the rest of this because uh, none of it pertains to uh, healing or races. But uh, <laughs> uh, Number four, Eden was revealed as the new high end. Um, can you say if Eden has more relation to the main scenario than the previous raid? It's a spoiler question. They can't answer that outright. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with story mode or normal difficulty, Care Bear mode, um, <laughs> it allows that you can put the eight man and have di- direct ties to the main scenario. It's not like how Coil was, right? Uh, it's okay f- to put story in there as far as I'm concerned. Me too. It was okay for Coil, in my opinion, but well, you know, yeah, but, but I'm willing to make story. the, I'm willing to make the, you know, what do you, I'll give away the fact that everyone should have access to the story, so you have to have some level. Right. But. Number five, Eureka series and Stormblood received a lot of feedback, uh, Baldizian Arsenal in particular. With the confirmation of a new exploration content, Shadowbringers, what changes can we expect the way public dungeons are handled? Yes, they will make adjustments. Uh, We can't touch upon the exact changes, but we are getting the feedback and using that. Uh, There are two big reasons why we won't say anything concrete. One, they are getting a lot of feedback. Uh, And secondly, the feedback is different depending on where in the world. So they have to be very careful about whose feedback they're using. I'd like to see that breakdown because I know us NA... People, we are very opinionated and we have a very clear idea in our head how things should go. And that leads us to disappointment sometimes, you know, much like the whole healer and other sexes debacle. 
as we we assumed things that weren't. Uh, but I'm super curious what other regions how they think of not just the Valdisian arsenal, but some of the other decisions in the game. Question six was about Eureka weapons in comparison with Zodiac weapons and animal weapons. How are we going to load them up in Shadowbringers? Is it going to be the same as Eureka, different? And Yoshida says the opinions are split. Some people liked the way Eureka was done, but some people prefer the way Anima and Zodiac weapons are done. The development team was bored with Zodiac and Anima, and so that's why they kind of went the direction of Eureka. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're surprised that many players actually like the old system, so we're torn. I don't know if it's so much that, but I really liked being able to farm light in other content than the main thing. Oh, yeah. that That I think they could pull straight out. Just be like, you know what? You are equipping this weapon. Anything you run gets you light. Go for it. That, yeah. that people forget the, I think the problem is, is you, I don't know what you call it, but what's happening now seems really painful, even though you have forgotten how people, I remember people bitching heavily about having to run old content over and over, having to do books, having to wait for fates, having to farm Atma. I mean, this is not. The old way wasn't better. You just don't remember. Right. I think for some people. But now. for some people, the old way might have been not that bad, you know? So, mm-hmm. and it also eases the content a bit when you can run Alexander something over and over and smash your head well, against it. It doesn't necessarily have to give the same amount of light than when you're in Eureka, mm-hmm. but if it gave a fraction of that, half or something, 75%, and you could still get it another way by running stuff, give people options. I think that's really what people want. Mm-hmm. Options. Yeah. And I, I know that like running old content, like especially I, I run, we both run a lot of stuff with people who haven't cleared it yet. If I could like equip that weapon, run some old content and have a benefit for me, that would kind of be a really happy medium. Right. Uh, question seven, the release date for Final Fantasy 14 and 15's collaboration was revealed yesterday and it has a limited time. How does the, how does the team decide which collaborations are limited and which ones are permanent? Yoshida's short answer is, you know, for things like Garrow, it was in PvP, Monster Hunter, we knew it was challenging, it was long. 15's easy, so it doesn't have to be permanent, mm-hmm. but these are things we can switch on and off. So if we feel like we want to turn it back on again, we most certainly will. Uh, and the final, uh, well, next to final, uh, number eight was about Blue Mage. Uh, Blue Mage, the feedback and the concept of limited jobs, given that feedback, how is the team going to strive to make changes? Yoshida says for Blue Mage, since it's only available at entry level, it's quite easy. When we increase the cap, we're going to add more content. This will happen sometime after Shadowbringers releases, and that content is going to be much more hardcore. We want to see how pe- players respond to these new content. Until we get to that point, we don't want to talk about the future limited jobs. We want to get more feedback. That tells me that they're hearing the negative feedback and they want to Mm -hmm. see what 60 is like for a blue mage. And maybe they're going to take up that next level where it is going to be stronger. It is going to be those things that we were promised in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then take that feedback. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of feel like I read this like blue mage as it's in the game right now is kind of baby mode, really just an experiment. And then they really have plans to, you know, turn up the heat. And then I would very much, I would very much like to see, you know, uh, hunter puppet ma- or beast master puppet master something come along I, I think they're interesting side content but they, they it's, it's still missing a little something something right 
Uh, and number nine, uh, this is just Happy's thank you to him. You know, Mr. Happy, God bless you. His, his father passed away, uh, last year and, uh, he was telling him about his father and about visiting Japan and Yoshida just gives him a, a warm thank you for, for being there and being a support. So thank you, Mr. Happy for this interview. Thank you for what you do for this community. Thank you, Yoshida for participating and answering some of these hard questions. Mm-hmm. These are it's the questions good, that people had in questions. mind. I was really happy to see them. Oh, question 10. Where are the eggy glamours? Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> Tacos for Missed yours, that one. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, 6.0, right? We're going to the moon in 7.0. Isn't that the, what they they say? don't have tacos on the moon. <laughs> I don't know what they have on the moon. <laughs> they have the warriors of darkness. Uh, we have another interview. This is the GameSpot one. This is a very short one that's been kicked around a lot. And this one basically – I'm going to skim through this yay. one too – was about how uh, Hrothgar was coming <laughs> – uh, and the, the, the negative feedback they're getting, uh, Yoshida said, we have to identify where the, where the feedback's coming from so we can respond correctly. One or review all the feedback that players give. The bottom line is that the addition of a race, co- uh, takes quite a lot of costs and it's really an undertaking. Uh, they explained a little bit about Vieira and that Square Enix, uh, if they are considering more gender options in the future, but the studio wants to consider feedback first, which is exactly what mm-hmm. they told Mr. Happy in, in his interview. So we're getting consistent answers from Yoshida. They, they've heard, uh, by now, I feel good that they've heard us, right? Both of these. They have heard us. Where's our healer? They have heard us. What's with the, you know, gender locked races? So that I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I think you might have shared this one with me, Yelta, or we talked about this. It was the interview that was not completely translated, so we didn't want to cover everything about this one just yet. But the two major takeaways, again, was the main tank off tank thing. And that they're still trying to balance around that, so they didn't want to they didn't want to do the healer thing until they figured out main tank off tank. I talked to Fusion X about this on Twitter, and he mentioned that um, even though they're talking about main tank off tank, they still haven't really like dug their heels into that idea. So if that's their uh, if that's their out or their excuse for not doing stuff, that's that's not even set in stone. No, the main I've tank only off-tank. seen it in interview questions and. Part of me, a cynical part of me, has been like, they're pulling this out of their ass. I've never seen this in a live letter. I've never seen this on a slide. Well, then they need three off tanks and three main tanks. Oh, shut up. Okay, I'm making it worse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the other, which is big, you mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but this is where this information came from. The question was, although the new race, we're talking about Hrothgar, is characterized by the head in both of the two races, what happens to the head equipment? Yoshida says, it does not appear. Instead, I was able to implement the part of the NG face with the rule of 14 so far. Remember, this is a bad translation. Google Translate, thank you. Uh, since it makes no sense to create a new kind of look this time, it decided that the helm did not need to be covered. And no matter which helmet's equipped, it will not be reflected in the graphic 
only the cover type system is supported by reshuffling and he laughs. I think that just means the shit ain't showing up or it's going to be something dinky like a little crown or something around the head. And then they ask him, well, what about glasses? You know, she says glasses are not reflected. I think there is a part that can be dealt with little by little in the future, but it cannot be done at the initial stage. And I guess this is for both races. So, so basically is, uh, they gave us new races. They but they did not fix all the gear to make it work. And Now if that's Yelta, if that's the problem that they had mm-hmm. and they were mentioning about the high cost of the equipment, well make us new races and make them naked because that's basically what they're doing. Know, and right? if that's the case, where's my bonga? Because why don't we have oh a big God. ass lizard they race? Would be so cool. If we can't have helmets anyway, but you can make the armor because the the bodies themselves are basically human enough, and there's bonga models that they've made in the game. Give us bonga with big ass lizard head. If you're not going to give us helmets anyway, mm-hmm. where's our lizard men? Well, and I have no issue if gear looks significantly different on different races. It already looks very a piece of gear today looks very different on Kohedi than it looked on my Lalafell. You know, mm-hmm. she has boobs. I don't. <laughs> Well, that helps. <laughs> helps to look at. Yeah, I don't know. It, oh it just my seems. God. It do, doesn't it kind of stink a little bit? And I'm not trying to shit on the devs, really, but it comes across as lazy. I'm just going to say it, it does. It really does come across as lazy. I do understand the pressures of a schedule and of a list of tasks. And you you do the top eighty, and sometimes the top the bottom twenty fall off. Uh, I do think they could go a long way though, just by telling us we didn't do this yet, but it's still in the backlog. Mm-hmm. I agree. I don't know. I feel like they made the game. So to say the arbitrary restrictions, it's like, well, you make the damn game. Mm-hmm. So it's not Why like some bosses over you telling you, well, we just can't do that. We can't waive that fee. We can't do that thing. So, oh, we can't make that helmet. Sorry, my boss said I can't do it. Well, you are the boss. So you figure out if you're going to do that. And then why didn't you poll us? You know, mm-hmm. say like, would you be willing to have more rate? Remember the polls? I we remember used to polls. Have polls. I remember polls and roadmaps. Yeah, we used to have a lot of polls that said if we were willing to have this job or this thing. So why didn't you say if you wanted another race, would you be willing to forego helmet equipment to get it? And then if people said no, and then you got into the thing and people said, where's our new race? You put that poll right uh-huh. up and you say, you motherfucker said you didn't want – and you, I was going to give you Bonga and I was going to give you Hrothgar, but you sons of bitches said – so that, it's like it puts the honest on us like, oh, shit, we better let Yoshi – she just got ideas. We want to do it. Mm-hmm. But don't just make up an arbitrary restriction and say like, well, we can't do it. And then you and then you say the restriction is the gear, but then you don't make the gear models show up. So then what's the restriction, Yoshi? Mm-hmm. What's the and real restriction? don't use lore. You know, don't we, – we, we, Thankfully, I haven't really heard them use the lore part. Yeah. I've heard I feel that like brought the, up, but I'm not sure. I'd have to go find Digger. I've not heard it brought up by the devs. No, I've no, heard it brought I'm, I'm up by, the by people. I've heard it brought up by, by the, the community. community. Yeah, yeah. We had one little tidbit to add in here, and this was something we found on Reddit, and that was said, uh, now's a good time to remind everybody of an interview from 2013. It was a question from a Q&A, and it said, in terms of new races, what kind of races are you looking into? What mixed races will be introduced? 
Yoshida says, I don't think we'll have mixed races for a while. It seems like Vieira is popular around the world. But since having a rabbit male might be kind of weird, maybe we'll look into having a separate race for the male counterpart. I dug this one up a couple episodes ago. Yep. You yep, know, yep. it's it, it. this is not out of left field. This is something that has been brought up before, so... Mm-hmm. Yelta, you want to take us into right. what's on let, tap? Let us move on to what's on tap, developers blog and tracker. We have FFXIV Fan Gathering Scotland Edition. Mm-hmm. So uh, they are having a fan gathering, or they had a fan gathering in Glasgow. A whole ballroom all to themselves. I want these cupcakes. They. This looks like an intimate gathering. Yeah. This is not like our big ass fan fest and that's that's I think that's kind of cool. This looks like a wedding. <laughs> I mm-hmm. love 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 the cupcakes with the otter otter and namazoos on them. Oh, so good. So good. And they uh <laughs> they they're playing a game called Final Fantasy 14 style Who Am I? So you pick a name from Final Fantasy XIV, you write it down on a sticker and you put it on your friend's forehead. And now it's it's a guessing game. We play this in the U.S. too. Where you just like you're, you know, Marilyn Monroe, and then you like try to get them to guess it without saying Marilyn Monroe them yourself. So, oh, this one they can only say yes and no questions. So mm. there's a there's a little piece of art here where one of the Namazu has Piazza and the other one has I can't read that now. Or oh. Let me enhance Moogle. Enhance. Yeah. So you you have to do, you know, yes and no answers to come up with the uh, answer. So that's, <laughs> that's cute. That's really a cute game. Uh, this That sounds really fun and kind of seems, again, very kind of intimate, like just friends hanging out. So they had cosplayers. They had quite a few. Uh, Harashavan. <laughs> oh, some, some cute things. Some very nice, cute things. Oh, they all they they, they reenacted the death of Harashafant too soon, guys. Oh, uh, too soon. Too soon. It's always too soon. We have and I love this one too, where they're all doing the poses from uh oh that summer event. I can't think of the name of the poses. Oh, but it's like black pose, yeah, red, yellow ranger, ranger pose, pose the ranger rangers, pose. Yeah, yeah so. Looks like they had a really, really good time, uh, including uh, apparently Makotes are much like cats in the real world. If there's an empty box nearby, a Makote will crawl in it. <laughs> <It's just laughs> will cute. the Harothgar also crawl in? Uh, he'll know. bust it up or, or bite well, your I head can... off if you're in his I, box. I'm telling you, I am getting on. It. I'm getting on. <laughs> you'll shit it. I'm getting on Balmung as soon as Rothgar. <laughs> as as I have a character on Balmung, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a uh, female Viera, and I'm just gonna wait for some big cat daddy to come along. And... Mm-hmm. Oh baby, mm-hmm. <laughs> good Ooh. times. All right, all right. So, let's uh, go ahead. I was gonna say, so let's talk about let's... some memes. Speaking of Balmung as a meme and all that, oh, we had some memes, gosh. but it. But it really wasn't a meme because we have gotten – we've talked about leaks in several weeks. We talked about the leaks about Dancer, the leaks about uh, Rothgar and, and uh, No Male Vieira, etc. And um, if you don't like leaks and you don't like this kind of topic, give us about five minutes. Put your fingers in your ears and don't listen la, to this. La, but la, 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 la,
there was something I saw on Reddit, and I believe that this was – it looks like a meme. It's a crazy picture. Um, but it's not a meme. It's actually a it's, leak. It's kind of a this collage. Is, it's a collage. And it was uh, leaked out by Blue Fever. He was the one that leaked out the blue stuff from before. And what we've got is a big collage of things. And and I'm going to break stuff down for you. Shout, shout out anything you mm-hmm. see here, Yelta. But basically the collage is in the center is the big Yoshida train. And it says, please look forward to it. And I think the train itself is just representation of here's where we're going. This was released three hours before the Tokyo mm-hmm. Fan Fest. So starting from the top left, I'm going to move left okay, to right okay. from the top and, and left to, and then left to right from top the bottom. Left, we have... Top left, initially, you've got the Crystal Tower in the background of Mordona. Yep. So we've got Crystal Tower that has been announced. Oh, and you've shards. Those are shards. Shards. Yep. And which one is checked? It's the first, first shard yep. is checked. Um, just below the Crystal Tower is a male bunny that says, I hate life with a big... No symbol around it. No male Vieira. Just below him is Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. The Hrothgar. To the right of him is, uh, what's his name? Uh, Giharatia, whatever. Dude, Cat dude, boy that's dude, what locked himself inside the Crystal Tower. In the Crystal Tower. And then to the right, now I had to ask Sin about this. Now you may the know glowing, better. The glowing red eyes? Yeah, that's Frey. That is the uh, that is the, the uh, job master mm-hmm. for the Dark Knight. Why is he here? Other than you know, I saw I read in the note people are like, "Eh, it just means you're going to be the warrior of darkness." No, we already knew that. That's not a leak. So why is Frey here? That's a mystery. The glowing red eyes. I'm just going to say it. Go play the patch. Yeah, there you go. Um, to the right is uh, Emperor and so Big Daddy Emperor. <laughs> Mr. Clone Emperor, dude. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we'll see more of them, I'm sure. And then we've got... Let's go to the bottom. So we've got uh, a pole dancer. Mm-hmm. So dancer. Dancer. Yeah. We got Jabba the Hut. We got Fat Cats coming. Mm-hmm. I think that's what that represents. Now we're going to have two. I'm going to skip Mr. Happy's face here for a second. Yeah, yeah. I've got. We've got two that have not been talked about yet. There is a picture of a summoner with Phoenix behind it. Mm-hmm. Does that mean summoners are getting, getting Phoenix? A Phoenix summon? They, they could use another summon, I guess. I would love it. Mm-hmm. My main summoner. I'd love it. And then also you've got, um, got a, machinist. a machinist with a chainsaw and a power drill. That's Which is right. Funny but, in that image, but when you think about it, yeah, yeah, that kind of well, makes sense. Well, if you think of his, your Highness uh, Edgar from Final mm-hmm. Fantasy VI, he was a machinist that used those weapons, and so that might be some of that variety we're looking for in machinist. Stay tuned for that. Uh, and then you also have uh, to its right a picture of a dancer, dancer with but... the chakrams and a no around the dagger. Because that dagger is not what's going to be the main weapon like in Final Fantasy. This isn't a Final Fantasy XI dancer that's represented here. Um, and one little thing. I'm, again, I'm skipping Mr. Happy's face on this. It's not necessary. But the um, one more leak in the very bottom right, he did another leak. And it was a picture of Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. And he called this one more as a dessert. And so we've got uh, we got Eden coming. So are the leaks true? Uh, majority here we still don't know anything about the battle stuff um and we'll come to find out in may so 
interesting, interesting, interesting. We don't like the leaks in the sense that, you know, it's spoiling things for others. We don't know if they're true or not. It's kind but of fun to talk time, about. At the same time, it's kind of – I don't even really like – guessing about things or you know people play a lot of what if and and stuff i don't really like doing that but i i, I occasionally enjoy a leaky thing but and then i hate it too whether it's wrong or right i feel feel spoiled because i hate spoilers Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just don't spoil me on the story that's the part yeah. i don't want to yeah and i think even the previous leaker was like i'm not going to tell you what the story is because the story is actually pretty cool uh moving on we're gonna get some feedback from you guys i tweeted out um about during the live letter uh that we we wanted to know what you thought uh, i said did you see what you wanted to see from the keynote tonight are you miffed let us know we'd love your feedback so i'm gonna read some of these yelta if you if i may uh uh glass kid 07 says this is why i unsubbed weeks in advance the end is coming just kidding. I'm looking forward to see where the story will take us and probably switch my main monk to white. I can already see those DPSQ times, sad face, for the first few weeks anyway. Overall, looking forward to it. Uh, our own Fusion X here says, gender locked races was a mistake. Range DPS instead of healer was a mistake. Rapture City can take all my money. Uh, so another good eye on that Rapture City thing. Uh, Grimhelm says, I'm rather happy with all this. Bummed about no healer, but I suspect... That will show up in April with the combat changes. Super interested in the story. Uh, Dis says, I'm not happy about it. Want to make a petition, but not sure how. Uh, Rasain says, excited for the lore aspects, new worlds to explore and upcoming raids. Extremely disappointed with the gender-locked announcements. However, it feels like they're just going back against their word from 2.0. I keep hearing this a lot, but I never did see the quote from Yoshida that says, we will never do gender-locked races again. I would really like somebody to send us that quote where he says, we will never gender lock a race again because the stuff I'm seeing is more like, yeah, we plan on doing split, split races. So please send us that. I would like to see the actual quote from a live letter that says. People certainly seem to insinuate that he said something directly yeah i don't know i mean i know we got the other half the races from 1.0 to 2.0 but again 1.0 was just a it's just a cut and paste from final fantasy 11 Mm -hmm. so that was him saying we wanted to feel fleshed out i just don't remember ever hearing a quote that said we will never do it as if it was a mistake because that wasn't yoshida's move remember that was that was tanaka so yoshida never made a mistake with that why would he have apologized and say we would never do it again I don't know. Find me the quote, please. Denmo. Love you, Denmo. He says, I'm very happy to finally drop into 14's alternate dimensions lore firsthand. Mm -hmm. Tentatively excited about new jobs, but I'm not a DPS main, and the new tank needs to prove itself after the complicated mess that was Dark Knight. Uh, Deli says, pretty much this was too hyped before Keynote. Ended my mood with observation mode, uh, and after Blue Mage disappointment, I'm more concerned than sad. So his his feelings kind of dropped off. The hype fell off for for Delhi. Love you, Delhi. Uh, Yasha Pocket Shrimp, interesting name. Uh, says Dancer is a DPS about what I expected. Was hoping fans, but maybe fans can be throwing weapons. Deeply bitterly disappointed in racial gender lock, especially that of the Viera. The story places look cool between this and the servers. I don't know if I'm going to grab Shadowbringers. Interesting. Oh, okay. Skydolf says, surprise, no healer job, but everything else was fine. Interested in seeing how challenging the dungeons are. Like more difficult dungeons than some dungeons on hard. 
Uh, SRW Trey says beyond hype for this story and the lore implications it adds to things we already knew how Crystal Tower is there and what that means for Allegans and Charleans. Hrothgar looks cool enough and Dancer looks fun stoked all being told Philip Kane gives his list of what he thought was cool and what wasn't he doesn't like no healer he doesn't like gender lock races he doesn't like male Vieira he loves the Lalafell memes can't wait for those um, Zero Uno says taste of the music and I'm hyped Release Gunbreaker now. Mog Moxie says, I like the game as it is now, so as they add things, I can only like it more. With that in mind, I am le- I'm at least excited for Vieira and Titania. Yeah, Titania didn't get much shout out at Tokyo, so we'll see. And we didn't get our other primal. I mean, no. Even though we heard about Innocence, people have thought that maybe the dwarves, the Lalafell, get their own primal this go around. We'll see what happens. Mars Angel says, I had a feeling Dancer is going to be DPS, and my feeling was right. Story wise, I'm super hype. How it includes Crystal Tower, I'm good with the news. I really want more info on that raid. Spooky Rose F says, The Aries look beautiful and amazing. New races and such are great. I kind of felt Dancer would be DPS. However, as a healer main, I'm very shocked and sad that we have no new healer. Jarka says, So much salt is delicious. I'm happy with all the announcements. Actually, super pumped that Dancer's range DPS. I can't wait to make a thundercat oh uh my own wife cinnamon Riesling said i was hoping they'd surprise us with a third job a lot are disappointed for no male viera i'm partial but would love to have seen that love the new city and the race locked buildings lol but i went in with low expectations that's because you should play more my wife <laughs> come on Sina. let's come go. on come take get you me. through sarah you please <laughs> Um, and then Invicta says, Dancer not being announced as an outright healer felt awkward, given that need to couple a healer with the announce, uh, announcement of a gunbreaker's tank. That being said, it makes me wonder if, remotely, the dev team for 14 is considering the possibility of hybrid classes like WoW did. Samurai being melee DPS, yet Stormblood trailers seem to portray them as tanks. Now we have dancers arranged DPS when people thought they would be healers. Maybe Samurai became capable of being a tank and or melee dancer range DPS slash heals. It may be reaching, but it would enable some expansion of class job capability without having to outright add other classes jobs for future expansions. It's all guesswork, hinging mostly on the fact that WoW, which I previously played classes like Paladin, could do all three roles. I could see that, but they did talk about, you know, they hated splitting off of classes again. But if if Yoshina ever acquiesced to doing some kind of skill tree slash limit point system, which he said before he didn't want to do that, like in 3.0. But if, if they ever decided they wanted to do that, you could unlock abilities using points per se. Like maybe you got 10 points and you go up a different skill tree and your different skill tree gives you different abilities – you could maybe see some more hybrid things, but if you already have balancing with the pure roles, how the fuck are you going yeah, to balance that other that's shit? That's a balancing nightmare. If they can't even figure out how to give us a fourth healer, I, that is not on the horizon. Uh, we have one more email. Do you want to read this one, Yelta? Woo! All right. I'll read it. All right. All right, Travis. I first sends this. Yelta Rubicon, it's a pleasure. I've been listening to you for a while now, and I thought I would give you some of my thoughts on the Japanese keynote. I was logged into the game at the time, and my static had just finished our raid for the night, so we all watched it together. Considering I submitted a male Vieira idea to your contest, I was pretty disappointed to see, to not see it come to fruition. The Rothgar are nice, sure, but who was asking for that? 
the team clearly had to use time and resources to come up with such a vastly different looking race. Why not just put that time to mail bunnies, which so many people were clamoring for? This decision just seems poorly thought out. We didn't get a new race last expansion, so why not really stretch those legs and give us those two races and make male and female versions for both? Regarding Dancer, it looks like a neat class from what little we saw of it. The animations in this game are always wonderful, but as a white mage main, a healer main, I am very disappointed to see this class relegated to DPS. I have been a white mage main since 2.0, and I play all of the main story and high-end content on this job. But sometimes, running expert in the light, I run as another healer, but I don't really enjoy scholar or astrologian. I would have loved to see another healer I could use as an off one. It feels so imbalanced. There are so many DPS jobs and four tanks. Why are the healers shafted? Why not take all that wasted energy on Blue Mage, a limited job and concept that nobody wanted, and put it towards a new healer? That way we'd actually get the multiple new jobs that Yelta and Ruby harp on. If there's one thing I'm tired of, it's excuses. Yes, I understand content takes a lot of time and effort, and that the development team is only so large, but they are making so much money off of subscriptions for this game, let alone the MOG station. I don't want to hear that Male Vieira can't work because of lore reasons. It's a damn video game. I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I should be able to play. I don't want to hear any more lame excuses about why something can't be done. Nope, spaghetti code can't do that. Nope, don't know how to make another type of healer can't do that. Oh, lilies aren't enjoyable or useful. Oh, well, you are stuck with them for two years. Can't possibly rework that. So frustrating. Finally, I personally am not that interested in the story of this expansion. I don't understand why everyone seems to think it's cool that the story is getting darker. Why? The story's been dark for a long time. Am I the only one with Heaven's Word flashbacks? We lose all of the science, just like the end of A Realm Reborn. We have to journey alone to a new place and hide ourselves, just like the end of A Realm Reborn. Heaven's Word was very dour, and Shadowbringers so far doesn't hasn't done anything in my mind to distinguish itself from that. I guess we'll just see how the story in 4.56 wraps up. In closing, the biggest thing I'm looking for forward to is the mail letter going over all the battle changes. To me, this is going to be the key to whether or not I am looking forward to Shadowbringers. I am very nervous. Some of my favorite jobs might get ruined. I don't want the feeling I got upon logging into Stormblood as a white mage for the first time and seeing so many of my abilities crossed out. I feel like I lost more than I gained with that expansion. With that, you two, cheers, keep up the good work, and I'll be submitting you a Gold Saucer Cackpot Party Board game review shortly. Smelly face. Rudrose Kalfas from Cyan. Thank you so much for this email. Wow. <laughs> There's a lot yeah. there. I actually, uh, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to my sister's house this weekend, and I'm going to bring along my so far unopened Gold Saucer Cackpot, and... Uh, Cackpot party and hoping to get her to tear it open and figure out how to play it. I'd like her feedback on that. So I, I'm looking forward to your feedback. So much stuff here. You, you you kind of kind of hit on all the stuff we really talk about too. It's yeah. uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's sometimes it's kind of baffling, you know, some of the design decisions and whatever, but. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about the excuses for the the gear and and the other things, and it's like you know we're tired of the excuses too. As far as the story goes about getting dark or whatever, I just I didn't find Stormblood to be a dark story. I I found that there were elements that were fighting Garlemald, but it felt more triumphant than it did mm-hmm. like on our heels. 
So um, the story's been getting dark for a long time. Maybe that's the funny part with that. Let me put a little humor into it. Maybe the whole going to the first shard and trying to turn the world night. And I don't know if we even covered that. Is that the fact that, you know, the whole point of it is trying to bring night to each of those zones that are constantly in, in light. Um, is that even the storyline may sound like it's getting darker, but the whole point is that we're trying to bring darkness. Mm, if you've ever to mixed paint, you might understand we're going for blue and we have way too much white. Yeah. So, um, well, now I see happy little trees in my mind, a happy little titanium little white. And, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, I like, I'm a, just a personal fan of dark stories. And so to see a actual, like, the walls coming in makes oh, the, me feel the, like. The struggle makes you feel heroic, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, not we're blowing horns and marching into Zion. That's triumphant, right? So it's, 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 it's a little different feel, but I, I can appreciate, you know, maybe it's the back and forth and might be a little jarring and it's not really seems like it's going anywhere. I think the biggest bitter, uh, pill for many people is that they keep teasing that we're going to fight Garlemald and then mm-hmm. they yank us back into somewhere else and they get yanked back into somewhere else. I don't, I, I don't know. Are we going to have another patch where it's split between two giant zones and two stories and then, I don't know. That's part of why I didn't like Stormblood. I felt like it yanked us back and forth and you do this and then, well, whatever. That's on hold while I run over here and do this. And it just fell flat for me. Stormblood fell flat for me. And uh, I'm I'm a little bit scared they're going to try to tell us two stories again. And Maybe. I guess yeah, the, only, I the only thing I like what I'm seeing is all the zones we're seeing are from the first shard. Mm-hmm. So we're not seeing like going to the west, going to the – although we're not getting our Thavnair. We're not getting some of the yeah. things we wanted to see. But maybe that's okay because maybe we're going to get something that feels more uh, unique and organic and all in one place. And who the hell knows? Maybe we'll have some open world content up there. We'll see. Oh, I'm trying to think of anything else on this that I wanted to – there's so many things I wanted to say, but I think we already said them on this. <laughs> but yeah, as a white mage main, I know I felt kind of that way too in Stormblood. I felt like, well, all the classes, all the jobs I switched to, they redid a lot of the abilities. So there's a lot of stuff with the crosses out of them. But uh, they also pulled a lot of white mage's identity away and made them roll skills. So that really kind of felt like a nerf to white mage. You know, they took away our stuff and either got rid of it completely like stone skin loved stone skin limited usage but i really felt good when i got it off right before the tank pulled and and or whatever and and then so many of our role skills or our our, our skills became our because i'm white mage (laughs) a lot of our skills became role actions and it's like well well then why even bring me and that's kind of where white mage is kind of stuck. Why even bring a white mage when you can bring a scholar and a astrologian? I don't know. I feel you, man. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. I do look forward to hearing your uh, gold saucer cackpot party board game review. And uh, thank you so much for that email. All right. Then we have last call. I have one. This came right on the heels of recording last week, I think. I was in the Crossworld link shell. I said, hi. Someone came back. Lennox came back with, hey, Yelton. Brock's like, oh, no. 
they were talking about I'm supposed to remember to tell the shout out fluff from the cross rolling shell apparently just like runs up to you and trades you stuff that I they traded me catnip and cream he 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 runs up and just trades you uh, uh, drugs man just wow. drugs <laughs> it's funny so yeah he it, he spends a, a lot of uh, good faith and uh joy around so i i just said i would give fluff a shout out <laughs> for for uh drowning us in cream i guess I don't know. <laughs> drowning us <laughs> in cream that might be the title of the that episode. might be the title the cross rolling shell this has really given me kind of like a new lease on life uh there's uh, so many and we're using it kind of uh, brock's kind of using it as a central place to put in notices for people who are looking for parties or want to do something or whatever and then but the crossroad link shell has such a small population that then a lot of us are like okay you put it in there and then we'll put it in the link shell and we'll put the requests further out into our free companies and and we'll build parties from there i've actually run a lot of stuff with a lot of fun people and uh, they need to expand on that i mean i'm hoping we're getting it but we we do need chat channels that make a little bit more sense the way we want to use them mm-hmm. all right then it's been a long one guys but i think it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here you can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website www.gtffxiv.com while you're there please leave us a comment and if you'd like to you can support us by clicking the donation button we've got two now we've got a patron one and we've got a paypal one you can find us on Twitter at GTFFXIV. You can email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Please leave us a rating wherever you listen to us. Uh, personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter also at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.